Holy shit. And no, I am not just talking about that Mando finale, and boy was it a banger, no, I am talking about this long-ass intro you are about to listen to, but it's for a good reason, because this week we have brought you the first ever official Psych and Their Only Legends crossover episode. That is right, I sit down with my two good friends, Travis Minter and Spencer Kaprowski, to give you all a bit of both worlds for those who don't listen to both shows. We start off in a typical Only Legends fashion with a deep dive into that amazing Mandalorian Season 2 finale, and we finish it off with a segment that you Psych listeners are quite familiar with, a Star Wars 4x4 fantasy draft. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just wait, I'll explain explain it all later before we start it, but this time, it's going to be done a little differently. Instead of us voting amongst ourselves over who the winner is, we leave it up to you guys to tell us who you think won. All you have to do is follow at Their Only Legends on Instagram, and you will find all three choices for all four groups that we drafted from. Leave your comment below each post telling us which group you think had the best draft choices, and next week we'll announce who you thought had the better picks. If you're a listener of one of those two podcasts but not of the other and you want to start listening to the other show, you're in luck. Whichever platform you're currently listening on, you will find the other show on it. Both Psych and Their Only Legends are there. I'll give you a warning though, this audio you're currently listening to was uploaded to both shows this week since it is a crossover episode. If you want to get in contact with Spencer and myself, leave us an email at theironlylegends at gmail.com or if you want to get into contact with Travis and myself, leave us an email at psychpod at gmail.com. That's S-I-I-I-K-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Lastly, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, which majority of you are, regardless of which show you're currently listening to, it would be the greatest gift in the galaxy if you just leave us a five-star rating or a review for both shows. We would love you forever. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's get into this Star Wars madness. Shut up and sit down. Psych. They're on the legends. All right, everybody. This is, as I'm sure you just heard in the intro, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through everything again. This is a landmark event. The first time we have a crossover show, we are merging the great and powerful. They're only legends with Spencer and Tyler with. The all wondrous psych with Travis and Tyler to make a wonderful interracial baby. I don't know why I said interracial <laughs> because all three of us are white, <laughs> but you know you've got Star Wars on one hand and everything else on the other. And to be honest, I don't even think we're going to touch everything else today. I think this is probably just going to be mostly Star Wars because what the fuck did we just watch on Friday night? I mean, I'll... morning for Travis and I. But anyway, you watch it. You watch you it watch Friday it? mornings okay. too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God. So I for did. those who who listen to Psych, I like twelve thirty. For those who listen to Psych, you obviously recognize Travis and my our voices. For those who who listen to Legends, oh yeah, you obviously recognize Spencer and I. But for yeah, those yeah, yeah. who are crossbreeding here, Travis. Yep, there he's tip, touching his tips of fingers together. He's docking. This is what we get for bringing him on. Oh, Ooh. here we go. This is. It's like, I'm so glad we don't do the video for this because, and we're not monetized anyway. We need. We will. We'll get Travis, there eventually. Welcome to to the, to their only legends. And Spencer, you're welcome, welcome back to Psych. Oh yeah, it's my second time. This on is your Psych. second time on Psych, and Travis's yeah. first. This is crazy because. I feel like almost like I am both podcasts right now with each one of you as my guest. 
I know that's a little sure. power hungry right there, but it's just it's an interesting dynamic being that I'm on both shows. Seth, you have a tiny penis. Which one is that from? Uh, you'll no, get it. You said Seth? You'll get it. Yeah, Seth, you have a tiny penis. It's a Steve Carell movie. 40-year-old virgin. If that helps you. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. what you are. I'm Seth, because I have a tiny penis. All right. So, you guys. Um, before before we go, because the notes, I made show notes that just said, fuck, 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 Jesus, fuck. Um because I didn't even look for show notes. Right. The show notes literally are, it just says show notes 1220 and it says fuck, 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 fuck. Just because fuck. Okay. I owe everybody money. Yes. To I me. know. I owe an apology to pretty much everybody that has ever told me that TLJ Luke was bad. I am not a child of the expanded universe, despite the fact this is called their only legends. I didn't know Luke in this is the psych. right. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I'm talking about <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's not do this the whole time. Um, I wonder if well, any podcast have ever yourself. done this. If there's ever been like like a host kind that of. has two I was thinking podcasts. about it. It's like, fuck it. Let's all get together. Let's do it at once. Or if this is kind of new groundbreaking territory, like if it's ever been, I, this is kind of like Theo Vaughn and Crystal. Did they do a podcast together? Okay. Well, remember, remember Crystalia did Theo's and Theo yeah, did people have been guests on Chris's. each other's show, but no, like, like oh, Theo oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, it was remember? April fools, right? That's kind of the yeah. same thing, but, yeah, but yeah. I don't think it was, it's, that's the closest. Because like I've what seen. we're doing here is this is one episode that's going out to both audiences, and you know, but yeah, that's true. Crystalia did Theo Vaughn's podcast as Theo Vaughn and vice versa. So, um, but anyway, uh, I I didn't know I fuck got little easy. hands. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna sit here. This is a mistake, man. I thought this was gonna be a really good idea. I just want to talk about Star Wars. Don't put your hand up there. Okay, then. I'll put it in my asshole. Um, the oh, I like the t- uh, burrito. Oh you guys got to go listen to uh, what is that called? Psych episode something. Something about a yes fiesta. My asshole or something like that. <laughs> I don't think we call <clears> it that, but I think something about I said it's like a fiesta in my bubble. Okay, let me just get this out. All right, so what I'm saying, what I'm saying okay, yeah, is yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> The Luke Skywalker we just got in The Mandalorian is the Luke Skywalker that everybody was complaining about not being in The Last Jedi. And that is not the Luke Skywalker that I would have said is my least favorite Star Wars character. Within 10 minutes, my entire perspective of the character was changed. And Luke Skywalker might be now my most favorite Star Wars character because I didn't because what we were given on screen Spencer's shaking his head at me I'm not a fucking sellout I just didn't know Luke stand by what you say look fuck you all right I'm out y'all can do this so do you guys (laughs) do you guys say like spoilers on here and stuff or they already you know we do our intro and everybody knows that we do this shit um but anyway dude I just gotta say when I watched that um Mm -hmm. episode um okay 
<laughs> Luke shows up, obviously. Yeah. For those that watched it, um, <laughs> when he alert. when he <laughs> like, because listening to you guys, uh, you know, have your predictions and stuff, I was like, no way he's gonna show up. That was my personal opinion. And then he does show up, it. and then so <laughs> when he when he when he showed up, you did call it. You and him and Luke Luke and Mello. That's the only. I've called Luke Skywalker and Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Those are some pretty big <laughs> fucking calls, bro. Everything else, I'm bad. I'm wrong. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just gotta say, like when I watch, like he showed up and he starts, you know, fucking putting his lightsaber in all those robots' asses and like goes through all of them. My mouth, like I caught myself. My mouth was just hanging like, open, open the whole entire time, and then it stayed open all the way up until, uh, like R two interacted with Baby Yoda, because then it went from open to a smirk. Did and you I get smiled. emotional? Travis, that's what I'm wondering too. Um, I mean, a little, I didn't. Cry I didn't or think anything, so because I ain't well. a little bitch. Matt, Matt knows what that's from. I but, shed um, one single tear, one single one tear. thug tear. And it was the one? second R two rounded the corner, bro. And I'm sitting there, my my Dude, wife's fucking. Crying that was like next the capper. And I'm looking at it like, like I I was fine. Like Luke was there. I had a shit eating grin on my face. Like from the second you see his X wing, I'm like. No fucking way. No way. And then mm-hmm. you see the green lightsaber, you see his gloved hand, and just the cloak just mowing down through people. And I'm like, no fucking way. And I just sat there, like, just like you, jaw agaped. Like, he's just taking them down. And, like, you see Luke, and then R2 rounds the corner. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I I, I got emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I am a so little how, bitch. How, <laughs> I got emotional. I ain't afraid of it. <laughs> I ain't that was just that. that was a joke. That was, Matt would know that joke. He's a good listener. Yeah, Matt both podcasts. To both. Shout out um, to you, Matt. Um. Yeah. How? Okay. How? F- um. How long after is this? From five. Five the years. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Five years. Okay. So I wonder what he did in between. Then exactly what we years. just watched him do. He didn't look much difference. He, yeah, he's twenty eight. Yeah, he's twenty eight years old. Five right years. There. Now I. Okay, so going like Tyler likes to like be that little prick in for every episode and say something that he doesn't like about the episode. So though I'll I'm gonna take it's my turn to be a little prick and one thing I I didn't I don't think it was I, they could have I don't better. think they the could have done better but. Um, no, I you think, don't think so. Like I could definitely with the budget I mean, they had. I think they could have. I don't think they could have done better. The budget yeah, they had. They may be. Disney's one of the biggest freaking still, companies in the world. The, all their shows are shut. All their um every their biggest money maker are all their theme parks, and they've been closed all year. Like they they have to be careful with their budgeting. Um, they got that sweet sweet Disney Plus money though. Yeah, I did the yeah, math. Yeah, if you on know, it. you know, if lot. those it's Disney, a lot, but it's not a lot. Those. <laughs> If those Disney parks were open, there would be less, like, you know, people tuning in. More people are tuning in now because um, everything's shut down. People want to get their Star Wars so fix. So I agree. Go it Disney wasn't perfect. And go check but out. because I was so happy to have Luke Skywalker and, and kick an ass, I just didn't just care. Like, I, no, I didn't overlook it. You bet your ass. The second he walked through the door, I was like, that's not as good as, like, that's not great. You know, but I was like, I don't care. I honestly yeah. don't care. Um, I was that, happy. That's kind of my same view on it too. Like I was just like, you know what? 
because the, the the debate's been there where it's like you know we talk about Tarkin or Leia specifically from Rogue One and you see the deep fake mm-hmm. comparisons so they got the CGI versus a fan made deep fake and the deep fakes look better every single time um as soon as I saw Luke like it's just one of those things where it's just like I I I know he doesn't look perfect he looks sheared over. His hair looks condensed down to his head. I know he doesn't look perfect. I didn't care because that was post-Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this takes place relatively the same time as – well, not the same time. This takes place way after. But the Battlefront Two campaign, so like, you know, Death Star 2 goes yeah. down, Fall of the Empire, and you get that little short scene with Luke goes and he's – he frees the Imperial agent because he's, like, stuck in the, like, weird plant things or whatever. And it's that same kind of, like, quiet, reserved Jedi Master Luke. I was just so happy as a fan to see Luke like that that I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll overlook the CGI just because I didn't think they were going to fucking do it. You listen to the last few episodes, I'm like, I'm like, you know, Tyler and I would be talking, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a really dope concept. Like, it's totally could happen. Is it going to happen? Probably not. And so... I thought for sure it was going to be somebody else. I thought Mace Windu. Um, I was on yeah, Mace Windu or Ezra Mace Windu. I like, I like Samuel L. Jackson, man. He's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but I... It looked very video yeah, game-ish. I'm just happy... Sure. Like, you know how the video yeah. games nowadays are like look like Sometimes that? Sometimes better. That's exactly what it looks I mean, sometimes, like. Honestly, sometimes better. Yeah. But like yeah. the, I think like the, the last of us. Mark Hamill, the fact that they use Mark Hamill's face, man, like this was, um, this was the attempt to make up for the last Jedi Luke. This was the last, like, so, okay. There's rumors going around that we're going to get a Luke Skywalker Grogu show. But because like, like how we've been talking, man, is like, like you said spencer disney's doing this thing where they're doing their soft pilots right their backdoor trailers and that's kind of what this could have been if they do awesome if not if we don't see grogu again until he is you know has grown to be teenage years or whatever you know even though he's 50 and we don't see luke ever again i'm totally okay with it you know if this was the last time we saw luke skywalker of course i want more luke but like th- this being the last time we see Luke versus the last time we see him, even if it was as a force ghost, you know, he, whatever, like, and Spencer and I talked before this, um, about our feelings on the sequel trilogy now. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm, if this is the last time we saw Luke Skywalker, dude, like that, that you couldn't, I don't think you could have done it better. We got to see him just like, Merkin fools, dude. He was sad. Merkin fools. Sad. Having sad. fun, half probably half power. You know, like there's, he didn't need yeah. to exert all his power for that. Dude, when he, he, crunched, when he crunched up that he robot, crunched him. Up. That was like it was damn near OP, Luke. Like overpowered, yeah, which he like, should he be. Was, hell yeah, hell yeah. No, they they did such a good job with Luke, bro. Oh, like yeah, yeah. the CGI, which is crazy because a little cringy to look at, but like. I, I don't care. That that whole scene, just watching him through the security cameras going and fucking up those droids and the way it's reminiscent of like Vader's scene. The Rogue at the One end hallway of Rogue One. scene. 
Yeah. Fuck. Where it's just the lightsaber light and just him moving through just slicing people down. Dude. Like, okay. Those dark troopers were sick. Oh, the dark troopers are amazing. Um, They look so good. But, like, and it's, like, crazy to see, like, because Mando struggled real hard to kill one of them. And just, I think that's why they did it. They, you know, part of the reason why they had Luke come in and, like, fuck them all up is because Mando, who's a badass, we watched him for two seasons and, like, you know, two two full seasons just be a badass and like kill everybody that he needs to and have no problem really except for when he almost died in the first yeah. season but to to show like how how hard it was for you know him to kill one robot and then Luke just the raw power that he has to come in and just fuck all of them. like what there had to been like a hundred of them yeah there was like dude they're easy think, was it you think a hundred I think 50? it was like well there was that I think it was 50. he released that one pod yeah, but there were wasn't there other pods or was that the I only think that one? was the only one. So if it was that pod, there was I think easily, it was fifty. I, mean, I think it could have 50 been fifty or so. Yeah, I think fifty would be a generous number. Okay, well, fifty, hundred, yeah. either way. Um, I definitely, uh, when he opens, so when the camera shifts, right when he gets through that first wave and he gets in the elevator, and then all of the dark troopers pivot and face the elevator. And they started watching the elevator. That's when I go, he's going to get a Vader hallway scene. He's going to get a hallway scene. And then that's what happened. And it was funny as I was texting Mike after the show, after he watched it. And I told him that was what I was thinking. He was all caps. He's like, me too, man. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, that's fucking Vader from Rogue One, which is so poetic. You're watching the elevator beep, beep, beep. That was so much fucking tension, dude. I was just, every time it beeped, I was like, (gasps) you know, like waiting, waiting. Um, but man, I think it's arguably it my just like favorite his daddy. new scene in Star Wars. That one scene is your favorite. Oh, dude, oh, that easily. one, yeah. that one fucking scene yeah. from the second you see that X-wing, dude. So I'm pretty sure that's my new. It's favorite so funny scene too because there is there is like 40 other there's 40 more minutes of this episode that we aren't even touching. Um, in all of it was great, but <laughs> um, but to get my like when I got emotional was well the whole time. Right. Bitch. Yeah. I'm a bitch. Uh, it was the whole time. But like, so the X-Wing, the proximity alert goes off and the X-Wing shows up. Right. And my first thought is here comes the new Republic. Right. And then I'm, I'm like, wait, just the one. And then she, Cara Dune says one X-Wing. Great. We're saved. And I went, no way. And then I started, then I immediately started thinking of, okay, there's no <laughs> way they're like, there's no way they're actually doing this. Right. So I'm starting thinking, is it Ahsoka? Is it Ezra? Is it Mace? Like, like even though none of them fly in X-Wing, right? It's obviously Luke, but in the back, like, I'm refusing to believe that they're giving us Luke Skywalker. There's no fucking They way. fucking key up. They say, <laughs> you know, funny. They, they say, identify yourself. And he doesn't say anything. And we see it just come into the bay. And then even the, that first initial, the first two times we see him, right? You've got the, the him walking away from the security camera in a black cloak, right? And I go... Uh, that might not be him because you can't see anything besides the cloak. I'm like, uh, that might not be him. And then the next time it's like the blue, the bluish tint of the screen. You can't see color and it's just a lightsaber and a dark cloak. And I'm like, that might be Ahsoka. But then the next scene, you see the it's green like, and that fucking, that hum in the glove, dude. I was like, they fuck, they did it, you know, straight up, you know, fucking Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic park. You crazy son of a bitch. You did it, you know? Like, yeah. and from that point on, I was holding it back 
and I did a really good job until R2, like I said, R2 beeped his ass around the corner, and then I just, I started crying. I wasn't sobbing, but I was, like, teared up, you know, tears running down. I'm like, I, this is the best fucking shit ever, bro. Like, it was amazing. And, yeah, I, like, I watched it fucking 1230 <laughs> in the morning. Uh, Disney Plus was down uh, at 12. There were so many people trying oh, to watch it at yeah, 12 um, that you would start the episode and it would say we we are having trouble connecting to the internet or it would say um, our servers are currently uh, unavailable and you had to keep refreshing uh, to be able to watch it. Because I was watching it with Star Wars Theory 2 and he had the same problem. So it, it was down for a lot of people. That many people were trying to watch it as soon as it came out. It was, dude. Watching his There was like a line to crazy. get in to watch it. What did you say, Spence? Watching Theory's so, reaction was Oh, dude. Sad. Dude, seeing he Okay, so Travis, if you haven't seen it, you want to talk about people crying. Star Wars Theory Mando Chapter 16 review or uh review basically, not review but reaction. I can send you the link to it. This dude like the X-Wing comes onto screen a little bit and he gets so excited. Cause at first the proximity alarm, that's, that was actually really fucking good. Uh, he, uh, the proximity alarm goes off and he's like sitting back in his chair and he's like, is it Boba? And then the, the fucking X-Wing comes on screen and he like leans hella close to his camera and he's like, like super excited. And as it starts like, to, don't tease me dude, as soon as the fucking X-Wing starts to come in, he just goes, He's, you know, when you start to talk, but you're about to cry, and so your voice kind of quivers. He goes, "Don't give me hope," and that was devastating, dude. To hear him say because this, so uh, we found out that oh, I found out. So he had a disease <laughs> when he was a kid, and his all of his internal organs were three times too big. So he had, and he's an only child, and all this shit. And he had to go through chemo and all this shit. And growing up a Star Wars fan back in the day wasn't necessarily the coolest thing, and so like after, so he. Travis, he straight up is ugly crying from the moment Luke's X-Wing lands <laughs> in front of 30,000 people, mind you, um, watching it live with him all the way through until like 15 minutes after the episode's done. He had to like re- – like every time he tried to talk about it, he's like laughing too. He's like, I want to talk about it, but I'm so freaking emotional. Um, but he was talking about how like Luke Skywalker as a kid, um, he looked to Luke for strength – for, for just to have strength when he didn't have any. Luke Skywalker was his strength when he was a kid, when he didn't have any strength left to go on. And, like, to hear somebody put it in that kind of perspective, I've said it on the show and I'll say it again, like, there are different levels to Star Wars fandom, and I am clearly not at the top because that, like, that, that also changed my perspective on Luke Skywalker. And, like, hey, man, like, these guys, these guys may be fictional characters, but goddamn, they might as well be real. You know, and, and so like for that to see mm-hmm. somebody that fucking happy that they're literally bawling in front of 30,000 people and like I'm like, thank you, Dave Filoni. Thank you, John Favreau. You are the saviors of the Disney era Star Wars. And like, I don't know if I'll ever watch a sequel movie again other than The Force Awakens. But uh, I tried today, bro. But I don't know if I, I don't know if I, was, I can. I was. I was briefly telling you before this, and, like, I'm on record of saying, like, I don't hate the sequel trilogy. That being said. Um, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. No. <laughs> so I tried watching Rise of Skywalker, and my wife was like, I was like, I-, I was 
jokingly talking to my cat and i was like hey buddy you want to watch star wars with me like i I just wanted to like watch something to get me in the mood for the podcast later and stuff and you know it was shitty out today i'm like perfect time to put on a star wars movie my wife's like i'll watch a star wars movie i'm like shit okay what you want she never says this i'm like what you want to watch she's like i want to watch like one of the newer ones i was like okay well i'll watch anything and she usually picks like rogue one so i was thinking that and she's like, what's the, the newest one with, with Ray and all them? I was like, Rise of Skywalker? She's like, yeah, I've only seen that, like, the one time and I fell asleep. I was like, shit, okay, like, let's watch Rise of Skywalker. And we put it on. And, like, it's the first time I've ever watched it that, like, I don't know. I I just wasn't really vibing with it. I was like, there's so much better Star Wars content out there we could watch now. Yeah. Why why are we gonna watch this? <clears throat> I, I definitely like I, I respect JJ for every like what he did bringing like trying to Okay, I don't know. This is a rabbit hole we can go down and I don't I don't wanna jump off this cliff right now. Um but like I, I will always respect the filmmaker for the talent they have. Ryan Johnson just shouldn't have done like he should have just made a different Star Wars movie, right? And we said this we last said this week. last week. Don't let him touch the Skywalker saga. I would love to see him do his own and project. this Mandalorian with John Favreau writing, Dave Filoni writing, both of them overseeing everybody. You know, just it's so much more authentic to Star Wars. <laughs> There's the patented Travis gag, um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I don't want to talk anymore about the sequels. Uh, like, I, they're they're they are what they are, and we have a lot of amazing Star Wars coming. I mean, dude, not to jump off of Mando too much, but fucking Hayden apparently is confirmed for every episode of the Obi Wan series. To every, every single episode, episode huh? we're gonna have Hayden Christensen in some capacity in every episode of the Obi Wan Kenobi series, um, which is so amazing. Um, yeah. So, so let's so go ahead, Travis. Cause I was going to, I was going to take us to the beginning of the episode. Well, I was going to, Oh, okay. Then you go. Cause I was going oh, okay. to take us to the end. Um, but... Yeah. So, so I don't have, <laughs> we don't have our typical notes up, but, uh, so like initially the, the show starts out, um, they are, are they landing? Uh, I just also forgot the beginning of the episode. Are they landing to go to Bo-Katan? At that moment, yeah. no, no. We start out with them chasing the Lambda class shuttle, right? And they I, they ionize it yeah, to yeah. get the um, to get the Cursing uh, or Pershing, Doctor Doctor Pershing. So there, that dialogue between the fucking pilot of that shuttle and uh, Cara Dune was crazy. Like he's oh, yeah. got the the blaster to his head, and he says he mentions the teardrop tattoo, and he says something about you should have stayed on Alderaan, and <laughs> and then. Like, this crazy, awesome, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Imperials are fucking, they're the bad guys, but, like, to see the perspective of the Imperials, he says, I was on the Death Star. She says, which one? Oh, my God, that was such yeah. fucking twist the knife. Um, but, like, he, he said, millions of people died on those Death Stars because of you terrorists, right? So now you see their perspective, and it's like, whoa, like, emotion. We don't ever see emotion behind, you know the just the imperials um and then to say that like alderaan deserved to be blown up you know 
Um, and then she just caps him in the Wait, face. Wait, so, so go ahead. I have a question. Uh, how big is the Death Star? The size of a small moon. Yeah. <laughs> small moon. So would that be like in perspective of like the size of our moon smaller. or a little smaller? I don't know how big our moon is. It's smaller than our moon. It's. Uh, but the second Death Star is um, bigger. We'll we'll have to rewatch the Office. Andy right. knows how big it is. Um. Yeah. Uh, oh no! Wait, that was the Sun. The but, um, Death. Okay. Second so Death Star is bigger than the first Death Star, but not by about maybe yeah. a third, like one, like point three three times bigger. And Starkiller base. Do you guys? Well, Starkiller base is a planet. It's literally the planet alum yeah. that they they dug a Ilum, trench out. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys know the the population of the Death of it? Star? Yeah. Didn't they talk about it on Clerks? Because I... Death Star population Google one point one four eight million people were on the first Death Star. Yes. So that's not very. But much. it's still a million like, people dead in one blast. You know. That's a big ass. You know, base or. Whatever it um, is, for that many people. Because yeah. how many people are on Earth? Three hundred billion on Earth. Oh, I have no three idea. billion. Seven point five billion people, roughly Wait. on. Seven billion. Uh, Earth. There's there's uh, three hundred fifty million people in the United States, roughly. So, we wouldn't be able to fit. Like you could fit. What'd you so say? It's one point four million on the so first could, one and two point four on the second Death Star. So, so there's 300 times the amount of people in the United what you, States. What than are you there getting are. at here? I'm just wondering, like, for how big it is. When when anytime we see it in a movie or uh, any of the shows or anything, mm-hmm. the Death Star, it everyone's like on top of like the, you see people running through hallways yeah. and shit, and you see it like all the, the stormtroopers all like lined up out in the um, Bay Area or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like for how big that is, it's kind of weird how. There are There's 650,000 uh, people in Portland. Yeah. There So so there's almost as many people in Portland as there is on the Death so Star. So it's twice as The many. Death Star diameter is 100 miles. Yeah. Oh, so that's that it? No, it's a small moon, like a small moon. It's smaller than our moon. I could walk 500 miles. There's a cool video. If you just Google, if you go to YouTube and you look up um sci-fi sci-fi ships 3D size there's a cool video it's like 10 minutes long it's like all the different ships that are uh in all the different sci-fi shows and stuff in anime and whatnot that are all this guy does a 3d model of them to scale of the earth and it starts out in new york and everyone gets bigger and bigger and bigger so it's pretty cool to see um but uh so apparently according to wikipedia which you know it's i guess it's canon like i don't know i've heard people say that wikipedia isn't always right but they say there was Two billion, two billion people on Alderaan. Um, let me let me double check that again. I just had it up. Well, that's a planet, though, right? Yeah, that that blew up. Um, it's just weird to think because yeah, in uh, whatever one it was, uh, uh, one of the you know first movies. Which one is it? When uh, Luke f- flies the X wing and shoots the cannon and or the laser <laughs> into the uh, thing, the new blows it up. New hope. A New Hope? Okay, so that one, like, his X... You gotta think an X-Wing's gotta be the size of, like, one of our yeah. jets, right? So it's, it's, it's literally, like, like this small... It's a small canyon. It's a groove on the side of this moon that he... there. That's what makes it such a big deal, is, like, there's this small-ass fucking hole that's, like, a vent, essentially, 
that Galen Erso allegedly built in there so you could specifically <laughs> shoot a something down there to blow up a reactor that would then detonate the entire thing. It makes me think of yeah. Family Guy Blue Harvest, where they're sitting there like, oh, it's just a hole that blows yeah. it up. And like, oh, like throw some cardboard over it, like, <laughs> or plywood or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, I don't think it's to scale. I don't think, if it's 100 miles around, I don't, I don't, I think it's too big. I think it's bigger than 100 miles I mean, around. I, it was 1977 special effects. I wouldn't take it too seriously. Wasn't it like the back of a washing machine or something? I have no idea. Yeah, that's what um, I heard. Yeah. There's a documentary I heard that too. all about it. But, but pretty, it's like pretty much what I was getting to or getting at was uh, I just didn't think. I don't think it's. it looked way too big. And like when ships are flying up to it, you know, when they do the shots of the Death Star and then some, you know, Millennium Falcon or whatever is flying up to it. It just didn't look like there was, you know, it was too big for that many people that were on it. I mean, maybe they're just, they don't, it's not like the entire Imperial population is supposed to be on the Death Star. You know, it's literally just a star fighter. Where do they go if they're They're not? They're on all the other star destroyers. They're they're planets, you know, there's, there's also a lot of family and children on the Death Star. They also get so. So that's the thing I was mentioning, though. Exclusive they deserve it. Yeah, so the like... family members of the people are the fucking. Um, so what I what I was trying to say though is that it's interesting that the guy, after looking up the population of Alderaan, according to Wikipedia, there's two billion people on Alderaan. So there was three million roughly that died on both Death Stars, right? Maybe four, but then two billion people died on Alderaan. So the. The so dude the dude is his, his really skewed his, opinion. <laughs> it's really a th- yeah, it's a thousand his, times more his facts yeah. are yeah, and yeah. he basically <laughs> his facts are yeah he, he basically views that yeah there's literally one imperial is worth a thousand Alderanians Alderanians whatever but um, yeah so but he rightfully gets capped in the he face. blasted in the face they take Pershing. It was awesome to see an ion cannon too, because Travis and I we mm-hmm. play X Wing and ion cannons are a thing that that you use. We don't use all that often, but um, because why would you stop somebody when you can just blow the shit out of them? Um, you know what I mean. Uh, so they move on. Well, if you've been playing Squadron, uh, yeah, I know. you know you disable the ship so that you can attack it. I mean, it's not that easy in X Wing. Um, once, because once, once you. Yeah, You'll figure when, it out when one you day start when you with us. fly with us. Um, I want to. It's really fun. Travis and I are coming up. We we never can just play a game by the rules. Like when it comes to board games, we always have to come up with our own <laughs> shit. So like we came up with like hybrid lists and like fantasy draft lists and shit like that. Um so anyway, after that they go to some planet that I don't know. Um I don't remember them saying a name to meet Bo Katan and what's her name again? It's um Koska Reeves. Koska Reeves. It looked like the canteen. I mean, cantinas Where are a thing. In? Bars are bars. Every bar you go to is the same fucking bar. Yeah. But it looked like, you know, the cantina, the one that's on Tatooine or whatever. I liked watching Boba and Bo-Katan flex on each other. Dude, I like... Okay, there's so much shit in this scene. One, before you... Dude, I liked like, how don't you mean Mando donor? just sat <laughs> right. there and watched. Yeah. <laughs> um, But when like, they fly in, guys, I, and I, I need to go back and watch it. Um, there's a lot of people saying, even my coworker Mike, who 
called me on my on his day off to tell me on this third viewing of the episode as um the slave one's coming in in the background it looks like a yt1300 taking off um which could be the falcon but at the same time one thing to remember is that the yt1300 is like the honda civic of the galaxy a lot of people have them um but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't doubt it if there's like Are a little. They? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt if there's like a little. Can they all make the Kessel well, run? Well, and that's why it's so impressive that the Millennium Falcon makes the Kessel run in twelve parsecs, if you round down. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they go into the bar, and then like there's just a, a lot of good banter. Obviously, it, like she met, when he mentions that the, you know he that Gideon has the kid, it becomes important. But like as soon as Boba talks, she goes, "You're not a Mandalorian," and he's like, "I never said I was." Which is great because that was a great fucking was it? Uh, that was good, man. I've been for for <clears throat> next week's um, <laughs> comic corner. <laughs> I've been working on a Tim Morrison voice. Yeah. It's hard, bro. That New uh, Zealand accent, pretty fucking easy that, that actually good. just now. But uh, I can't I can't do a lot a, like a whole sentence. I can just do like a little bit. But anyway, so which is interesting because he talks about how his is sh- like so the the chain code on the armor talks about Django being a foundling. And so if Django's a foundling, that makes him just as much Mandalorian as Mando is. And if and if Boba is Django's son, then he's just as much Mandalorian as Django, in my opinion. Also I need to make a correction. Last week I said Jest was under the chain code. It's actually Jast for Jaster, not Jester. I have my names wrong. Um but yeah, so then there's a really dope moment when so Sasha Banks hits Boba, Boba Fett with a DDT, a tornado DDT. If you're a wrestling fan, you caught that. Um, and then they have the yeah. they, they shoot fire at each other because that's you know. Explain DDT. I'm not so a DDT is when you do exactly what she did to Boba, <laughs> where you wrap their you grab them in a headlock and then you drop the head on the ground. A tornado DDT is where you grab them by the head and swing your body weight around to do like a 180 or a 360 and then plant their head in the ground. So that's what she did. She grabbed them in a headlock, pushed herself off of like, I think it was a post or a table or something. Didn't she use a little jetpack? She used her jetpack to help spin herself around. She's so bad. <clears throat> Which like... I like they did that because it doesn't it doesn't mean like oh Costco Reeves can just take down Boba Fett. It's like no, she grabbed him around the head and used a jetpack to swing his ass down. But even then, it didn't do anything to him. They both popped up and they hissed at each other with their uh, with their fire sticks. But um, yeah. So they, he's like, I don't care about the dark saber. I'll help you get the dark saber if you help me get the kid, basically. Um, and then, dude, when they walked into that thing though. When they walked into that cantina, that bar, seeing Mando foreground and then Boba step up next to him in the background, I was like, ah, I need more of this, bro. I need more Mando and sure. Boba walking around, they should dude. Fuck. What'd you say? I they knew you fuck. said that. It's just it didn't sound like it at first. <laughs> Please tell me he didn't say that. Um, then they will just get more non-Mandalorians, I guess. So uh, anyway, yeah. The, Before yeah. we move on from this scene, I really like the exchange between like like i said before between bo katan and boba oh, yeah. where he's like you know i got this armor from my father she's like don't you mean your donor <laughs> and yeah and then uh she's like you're a clone i've heard your voice of you know thousands of times and like just calls Dude, him the so fuck out. great because you forget he's a clone he is a clone yeah. he just you know and bo katan fat along, uh 
you know, clone troopers mm-hmm. in the first Siege of Mandalore, mm-hmm. and was probably around them before right. that. But she's straight up, oh yeah, Mandalorian. Oh, her yeah. family is like the last reigning, like the last family to to rule Mandalore. Her brother, or her. So if you're her sister was Duchess Satine, who was the pacifist ruler of Mandalore until Pre Vizsla basically wielded the dark saber and worked with Maul to overthrow Satine and killed her or they imprisoned her. I don't, I don't remember. remember. Uh, they overthrew Satine and, um, but yeah, the, the dark saber is from the house Vizsla. It was created by the first Vizsla, like a thousand years before mm-hmm. that and went on through the family. And like, that's the significance of the dark saber was like, whoever owned it is the rightful you know, ruler of man can claim the throne. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So being a foundling makes you less of a, well, you're not technically Mandalorian it's like, by it's like Jewish people, right? So there's Jewish people, the race, <laughs> and then there's Jewish people, the religion. It's exactly that. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's really, it's a lot like that. So like you can be Jewish without practicing the religion, just like you can be from Mandalore, but not like respect the warrior ways of Mandalore. Or you could be quote, a foundling and you could practice Judaism without being, the the race converted, of essentially Jewish from Jerusalem. Yeah. So for 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 from somebody from like the outside who doesn't know that much about like I wouldn't be able to look at somebody and be like oh he's no Jewish or no he's you not couldn't tell a Mandalorian just by looking at them. But then again, almost every single Mandalorian that's like, alive has their armor, and that's how you know. Yeah. Um. Which yeah. But yeah. Um. So all right, just making sure, because she got she like she's mad that he's like she doesn't think they're full. They're, well, they're, so here's another thing to remember is that so Jango Fett was at one point the ruler of Mandalore. Um, yeah, so so it's acknowledging basically that chain code saying that its father, his father is Jango Fett and his mentor is Jast, which is Jaster, um, is acknowledging the canon. Or not the canon, the expanded universe story. Now, they could change it, but that expanded universe story is that Jaster was the ruler of Mandalore before Pre Vizsla and his uh, Darksaber. Is this before Duchess This Satine? is before Satine, yeah. This is before that. This is before Jango was even the bounty hunter we met in Episode 2. So this is, like, before Episode 1. Um, and Jango's father, we talked about this, Jango's father and mother were killed. He ran to he ran away and was found by the Jaster guy, the ruler of Mandalore, and was adopted. He became his adopted father, and then once Jaster gave up the throne, essentially, Bo- or Jango Fett became the ruler of Mandalore. Now, if I'm speaking out of turn and I'm wrong, send us an email and cor- to correct me. But this is what I've been picking up on YouTube and shit. And so then I don't know what happens from there, but then. Um, I think something to do with the uh, the pacifist. Oh, there was the exile to the Concord Moon Concordia, right? Concordia, whatever. It's the Sounds it's right. the yeah. It's it's in his. I've only watched this episode one time. Okay, so the uh, chain code. That's the chain weird. code. Yeah, it says his home is Concordia, which is the moon of Mandalore, and that's where they exiled all of the mm-hmm. warrior ways type of Mandalorians when they went to their pacifism stage and then Django decided to leave, I guess, and become a bounty hunter. And I think his father was a bounty hunter, like his real father. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about the new episode. No. I don't know any of it. Right. This. Right. So I'm just filling us all, filling everybody in. So like, okay. um, yeah. So 
Django's real father was a bounty hunter, and then after they all get exiled, I believe, he then goes on and becomes a bounty hunter. But remember when Obi-Wan in uh, Clone Wars tries to talk to them about this bounty hunter wearing Mandalorian armor, and then the guy, the prime minister, says, um, we do not know how he got that armor. He's just a common bounty hunter. Because they're trying to not acknowledge the fact that the people who were exiled to the moon did not die out years ago. Uh, and they still existed. And um, so I don't know where the fuck I'm going with that. I don't even know where the fuck we were talking about it, if I'm being honest. So I have a couple questions. Okay. I was I want to know why the fuck uh, I was bringing that so number up, one, honestly. Oh, because I said Jango was the ruler of Mandalore. I don't know. And so technically Boba... Okay, so going off of that, go ahead. So going off of that, Django was the ruler. So Django was is Mandalorian. Yeah, Django is man. He's a foundling, so he is Mandalorian. Like a hundred percent. So okay, let me get this right. In the Star Wars world, they consider Boba a son of Django. Yeah, because he is he's a clone clone of him that was unaltered, and he took in basically to be his son. Okay, so why? Uh, okay, I guess that part makes sense. But to me, a clone of something wouldn't be no. It's you're not technically. To me, it would be like it's, a it's twin. Not, it's not a technical thing. I think it's just more so like Django was like, yeah, you can use my DNA. My only request is I want one unaltered clone to basically act as my to son. Race. Yeah. And so, okay. like all the other clones, like. The, the actual clone troopers you see have advanced aging, so they age way faster than how they should um, as part of their genetic code. But Boba Fett is completely unaltered. He is a strand-for-strand, strand, like, replica yeah. of Jango Fett. And so, to me, he's like an identical he a, twin. Well, he is, but, like, identical twins are two people so he, made from... Like, even identical twins aren't the same person, you know? But, no, no, but... Django Fett got his his DNA from his parents, which they used Django Fett's right. DNA. So that would essentially be making Boba his like because yeah. it's still DNA from he, his yeah. parents. So it'd be like Django's identical twin. Uh, but it's like which should should put him at a hundred percent Mandalorian if that's no, what Django no, is. Django Django's full no, full Mandalorian. I get where you're going. He's with not this. full Mandalorian. He's foundling. So like yeah, he's a he's like Din. He's like Mando. He was found and brought into the Mandalorian ways. He is not a no. Oh, so he wasn't he was born, born into it. He's Mandalore. not from the planet Mandalore or a descendant from. And I th- oh, that's why I was saying Mandalore. this. So because of the 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 view of Jango Fett by the Mandalorians of being like a bounty hunter and he's like the most skilled or whatever. That's why Boba, not Boba, but Bo-Katan doesn't like. Boba Fett, because I'm pretty sure that view of him being like, you're not a warrior, you go and kill people for money, you know, like, that's probably why there's some of that, le- and this is speculation, leftover resentment of Jango Fett, yeah. you know, everybody knowing that Jango left Mandalorian to go kill people for money, and then now knowing that's Boba Fett, or at the very least a clone, you know, of, of him, Yeah, and so... Mm-hmm. um yeah, for for, it's it's like father in the way. So like it, with a clone, you're basically replicating the person, but that, <clears throat> but that person has their own personality, right? They they have their own yeah. thoughts, all that shit. So basically, what Boba the Django did is like, 
adopted a version of himself. So in a sense, I know what you're saying. Like he basically is like a twin brother, but like he raised him as his son, you know, the same way, like in in technical terms, Ray is Palpatine's daughter because she's the offspring of Palpatine's exact replica clone body. But because it's a generation apart, I don't want to sidebar too much. Which we do every episode. But being that I just watched Rise of Skywalker today, mm-hmm. so I'm going to sidebar from the sidebar. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't clones, or why doesn't Palpatine's clone son look anything like him? Um, because he still isn't aged shows enough. Her... So, what? so Palpatine's clone is only like, like thirty when we see him. He so Palpatine's clone was yeah, but they, he looks. That that dude looks like you or me, dude. Like he's just like give him a, time to age, bearded. bro. Give him time to age. How old is Palpatine? Uh, like a hundred. I think he was born. Fi- I think he was born fifty <laughs> years before Episode One, or eighty-three years BBY. I think is his birthday. He was born eighty-three BBY. I'm pretty sure. Palpatine and all that. And, and Episode One, one is the eighty-two BBY. Pal- Chief Palpatine born on Naboo. And so he's like what 110. So he's probably about 100. And, well, he's dead after the after Return of the Jedi. Um, that body is yeah. Dead. His soul is a hundred something. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Um, and I'll tell you why, Spencer. Uh, because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. That's why. That's why. That's why he doesn't look anything like him. I guess that's true because they show him in in Episode Seven, don't they? When we, when she's set, like screaming as they're flying away, don't they show them briefly? No. You don't get to see her parents at all. You think that in Episode Nine they shot those scenes without knowing yet what it was? No, no, no. I mean, in Episode Nine, they shot the scene in Ochi's ship with her parents, and or in the tent or whatever it was that they did. They shot the scene in the tent where they leave her, and then they shot the scene in Ochi's ship when they when they die. And they were like, yeah, that guy is Sheev Palpatine's clone. But, I mean, like, they didn't t- take into consideration that... Well, because, one, they never mentioned that in the movie. You have to read it in the book. And the fucking yes, movies are all chopped up. Because the mov- the book, the the novelization of the film was made based on the original edit of the movie. And then they chopped it up and rearranged a bunch of shit. So I wouldn't doubt it if they were like... When they when they shot the movie, like you know, they didn't cast well. It was a poor casting. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. JJ didn't know it was going to be Palpatine until Episode Nine. Daisy Ridley even said, "I mean, granted, yeah, I just watched that. Interview. Yeah, where like they didn't know who her parents were going to be. We already know the sequels are a shit show. Yada yada. Let's not focus on it too much. Um, we need to get into yes, because there's we still have a, we still have a four by four fantasy draft which takes forever. So. Um, no pun intended with that forever. Uh, although I should have left it at that, it probably sounded like it. So anyway, that was that was slick. pretty slick, and then I ruined it. God, you fucked everything up. Normally oh, I do. What fuck else is new, dude? Um. Okay, so after that they go fly off, and then they <laughs> we're still no, in the first like, because then they then they get to the so. ship and they make a plan, and then they fucking de- they separate and do their plan, and the the group of girls I was love amazing, how their dude. Plan. I love how their plan is a straight up like Star Wars strategic plan. 
like as someone who's been playing squadrons and you get the briefing yeah like at the beginning it was straight up a a briefing this is what's gonna happen we're us three are gonna go in we're gonna yeah. you know be all blasting you're gonna be diversion you're gonna sneak it off felt super D to me man the- like it felt straight up like oh, yeah. how okay guys how are we gonna do this all right you three draw their attention while these ones who are good at this thing you know that's exactly what it felt like it was it was great for sure it was great um the dynamic though the four the, girls yeah, had all, Fuck. all the fight scenes with all them was fun so good when they come out of that ship like okay first off the lambda shuttle so they have boba fett behind them fake shooting them so they're coming up on this ship yeah. right the the star destroyer uh moff gideon's destroyer or imperial cruiser yeah it's like a um and they're flying in and they're like yeah lambda ship just hold them off we're gonna send out a squadron of tie fighters yeah and then they're kind of looking around like oh shit but the way that they go and they crash that fucking lambda shuttle right into the tie fighter bay like that was so cool how that was dude it was amazing and the, the symmetry of like having the fact that on that ship that cruiser the tie fighters eject from directly down the center of the fuck it was I so cool that. dude and then you yeah. have the cool visual of like looking down the fucking the the, the, the yeah exactly the, right out the the yeah. exit and watching the cruiser the lambda shuttle come in um and boba fett's like you know shooting and missing and shooting and missing until they crash in and then he just takes all of the tie fighters out and then hops to light speed which he calls jump space which i think is amazing um um (laughs) i'm not mad no it's just cool he's like you know like he has his own term for it it's funny um laser but dude yeah um moff gideon is force sensitive oh there is a laser sword he's moff gideon is force sensitive so you can tell one when okay let me break it down for you right no he doesn't have to be but he definitely is so no i mean like based off of oh yeah so bo katan right she's talking he's listening he he knows it's her he like he knows who she is and that she like he clearly took the dark saber from her or somehow yeah he knows who she is he knows it's her on the radio because that lambda cruiser left with two dudes as the pilots bringing you know and it came back with a female voice like and you hear him listening and like thinking and then it's when he was like deploy the pi- deploy the ties you know because he's like you know this is there's, there's something fishy here they crash he disappears turns out he goes straight to grogu right after he gets caught um and the second luke shows up two people notice grogu perks up and moff gideon perks up and then he, when he's like sitting there putting his hand on the when, screen yeah, when and Grogu, stuff. And which which like Grogu, which Grogu was all of our inner children, like <laughs> hand to the screen. Sure. It's Luke Skywalker, uh-huh. you know, which yeah. Grogu didn't know like, it was Luke, uh... but um, but yeah, like Moff Gideon sensed Luke Skywalker, and that's why he panicked and tried to kill himself <laughs> before Luke showed. Well, up. I think you can see the panic in his face the second that they identify an X-wing is coming, right? In. And he like, senses you, you it, already dude. Start like you can see, see it. it on the look on his face. He senses his Luke, and then he tries to kill himself. Which, let's let's backtrack just a second. So like, Mississippi. they they crash the lambda. Sorry, shut up. I thought I said it quiet. <laughs> they crash the lambda shuttle in there. Uh, they go off. They're they're throwing these dude. The way they're taking down the stormtroopers, like like Travis said, like when they're on that bridge, and then uh, Bo Katan and what's Sasha Banks' character's name? Uh. 
No, it's Costa uh, Koska. Koska or Koska Reeves? Koska Reeves. Koska Reeves. So they jump off the edge, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's kind of a punk thing to do because now they're sitting here yeah. shooting down all these stormtroopers. And then all of a sudden, like it was like what, like four or six more come out, like six, yeah, something like that, come through the other door, and they come flying up and just take them all out. That was super cool. But while all this is going on, Mando goes into the cell, and there is Moff Gideon holding the dark saber to Grogu. Yeah. Moff Gideon's a punk little snaky bitch because he's like, you know what? cool like you know you take him you leave me i have the dark saber we can squash that mando put down his weapon when he got in there mando kicked the blaster over to him he's like i just want the child i don't give a shit about you and it was like and then he turns on him mando goes and grabs the child and sure as shit out comes the dark saber and they have that fight so like we all knew this was set up we talked about it a couple episodes ago they have the fight with the spear the beskar spear and the dark saber mm-hmm. and you can see that thing starting to yeah heat up, dude bro. but it can deflect somehow but eventually Mando, it'll melt through it you know you know it for sure um that fight i thought was super mm-hmm. well done uh dude that the moment when he was like i forgot exactly what he, like i think uh moff gideon had his the sword like up against him and he was backed up and then mando did something where he ended up like kicking the spear and the spear came up oh, from yeah. behind him, and it hit Moff yeah, Gideon. That was super fucking sick. I saw that move, and I was like, "Yeah, super." Got a little dope. stiffy. Yeah, we didn't even touch on before all this happened is when he faces off against that dark trooper. Oh, dude, I thought they so, were gonna bend I, I the helmet. Over that. I was oh, yeah. terrified that they were gonna make a dent in the helmet. Tune, tune. He's just his going head's through going the back. wall, it's dude. Busting a pipe. <laughs> yeah, and. uh and somehow, what he shot a blast like right into his neck where the circuitry. Was no, open. he he, he took the spear and stabbed it through his. He neck. tried to flame oh, the spear. Okay, he tried okay. to flame him, and then the uh, flame came up through it, and the the head just turns with fire coming out of its fucking. Watching him dude. shoot that thing, hit it with the whistling birds, the flame, nothing was taking that thing out, dude. That was menacing, but it was so cool. Uh, he he beats it up right mm-hmm. there, and then goes to the door where they're sitting there. <laughs> fucking hydro punch in that shit (laughs) (laughs) and he opens up the uh the evac door yeah and they all get sucked out but you knew they were coming back it was like that was too easy they're they're they can they can fly and they can they don't have to breathe um (laughs) the uh that was the other thing when when mando got to the um the brig and moff gideon was there moff gideon was like knew Bo-Katan was there, knew he had shot all of his things. I don't I don't think he sensed Bo-Katan. I think he was literally reading Mando's thoughts. You know, like sensing feeling his thoughts the way force sensitives do. I think that's what he was doing, you know. Um otherwise, I mean, it's possible he just has like an iPad on his arm that shows security camera footage. He just watched it all happen, you know, which is very possible. I could be wrong about the force yeah. sensitivity. Um but like they've already established that people are force sense like oh there's a lot of force sensitives out there i'm not saying he's trained with the force Leia. i'm just saying that you know you know han solo not looking when he shoots it's over like a gut shoulder. feeling yeah exactly exactly that's exactly what it is yeah but, um yeah that was and then of course then they all go on to the brig and i i, I like the moff gideon character and i'm glad he's not dead but he's in jail so it doesn't really matter but i like his character yeah. uh i kind of wish that we would have had more of him but uh he is also the Giancarlo, whatever his last name is. Esposito. Yeah, he's uh, 
he he's a really good actor. I like him a lot. Um, yeah, the only other thing I've seen him in was Breaking, uh, Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, and then Luke shows up, and we all cry so that, and shit our pants, and not quite oh, yet. Okay, all right. Okay, pump the brakes. I can't. Pump the I brakes. Can't. So, fucking Mando walks into the bridge, dragging Moff Gideon, oh, bloody yeah. with the mouth, <laughs> and he goes to present Bo Katan with the dark saber. Mm, and Bo Katan's like quiet just looking at him because she had said previously i need to be the one as long as i'm the one that takes down moff gideon like i don't care what happens because we find out which if you're a fan of the clone wars you already knew but we find out in mandalorian you in order to rightfully own that dark saber you have to best the person in combat who currently wields it so he's sitting there he's like i yield here take it and her she's like because what does he say? He's like he goes. I don't care about it or whatever. The saber doesn't have special powers. The story. Yeah, that's does, what that's what Gideon says. Like that. It's the story, not the saber. And uh, so they kind of put that on ice as soon as they go and uh, as soon as the dark troopers show up. You know, as soon as the dark um, troopers show up. Go ahead. You have. I, I keep trying to interrupt you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bo-Katan gets blasted in the fucking oh, yeah. chest. But by, she's like, yeah. Who was it? Was it Moff, Moff Gideon, Gideon or one of the dark troopers? Uh, Moff Gideon. Yeah, he Gideon. he tried yeah. to get up again, and Cara Dune threw him down, and he like f- like fell on a blaster and like hit it from her. Yeah, he h- hit it with his yeah. cape. Um, and then yeah, he jumps up and blasts Bo-Katan. She falls, but she gets back up because you see her at the at the end when Luke's looking or when the Grogu's looking back at the whole squad. Um, it's like a good minute before you yeah, see she, her. Yeah, she's again, on the though. ground for, yeah. for a little bit. I was like, turns to Grogu, oh, she's dead, and that's when Din dives in and takes all the blaster hits, and then tries to kill himself and then Cara Dune knocks his ass out. Um yeah. So it's interesting Solid, though. Oh yeah, so when she I really liked her too when she's got her um her heavy uh blaster rifle and she's like mowing people down and it jams and then she just uses it as a baseball bat and then she's in the yeah. and we we get a we get a classic dank ferric that Spencer loves so much as she's like in the elevator trying to unjam it. She says something else too. Yeah, like, she says something about son of a scum, herder, scum muffer or something like weird like that. Yeah. Um, but then she like just they're like, "Do you want help?" And she just slams it on the ground and goes, Ding! and he goes, "I think that was it." Opens the door, and just keeps going. Yeah. So badass. Um, but back to the Bo-Katan thing. Um, in Rebels, Satine Sabine Sabine Wren gets it from Maul. But I think technically Darth Sidious beat Maul for that saber. I don't know. Anyway, Sabine Wren gets that saber from Maul and then yields it to Bo-Katan, who then takes it and says, I am the leader of Mandalora. We have reunited our people. It's like, so it doesn't have to be one in combat. But I think if you want to like play that, it's like um, at that specific so she took, she took it, it without fighting. She took it Sabine from somebody. Wren. Sabine Wren without said, fighting before. Here you go, and she said, "Thanks, Boo." And then she did her thing. But like, I think it's another thing. Is like she knows the story that you're supposed to win it, and like, she probably doesn't want to just take it from somebody again. You know, she she's like, but you can see, like, as soon as Mando walks in, she goes, "What happened?" You know, because she made yeah. it clear early on. I she goes, and I I will you know. And I'll be the one to take down Moff Gideon, and then whatever uh, Cara Dune says, you know, alive, 
because he's a prisoner of the Republic. Um, but yeah, and then Luke shows up, and we, you know, I actually so I I watched it once all the way through right after midnight on Friday, and then before bed I went back and watched the last ten minutes, and then all day through work, other than Travis, I didn't want to talk to him too much about it because I knew we'd be doing this, um, but. I spent all day. I had to lie to people and tell them I hadn't watched it because I knew if I told them I watched it, they'd want to know little things like how was it and shit. And I knew that I'd want to talk about it. So I decided to lie and say, no, I didn't watch it yet. Just so I wouldn't have that urge to talk about it. Meanwhile, I'm at work around people who watch this shit, knowing Luke Skywalker's fucking back, you know, like I'm so glad Spencer didn't text me and be like, yo, you watch that shit. Um, because I, I, uh, God, but, um, I had to tell five people, on friday including my little sister to shut up and not talk to me. <laughs> i was like i'll let you know when i watch it because my sister texted me she's like bro the mandalorian finale i'm like Shh. i'm like don't yeah. say another word yeah i was don't don't talk to me she's i tell like, my sister that she's all like, i won't but it's crazy <laughs> and i'm like shut up shut up like i will text you after i watch it and then i had like two more co-workers my poor co-worker barry comes in my office and he's like bro, have you seen this? And I was like, I, I didn't know what it was. It could have been, you know, car related or whatever. And he comes over and he puts his phone in front of my face. And all I see is Boba Fett and like a news article. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get that shit out of my right. face. Like straight up like that. I, I was like mean about it. I was like, get that shit out of my face. He's like, it's, it's not a spoiler. So I was like, I don't fucking trust you. I'm like, get that right. thing out of my face. Yeah. He's like, no, it's just, it's, they announced the, the Boba Fett series. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, get out of here. Like, but then you find out yeah. after the credits. <laughs> Which is a spoiler. That's how they fucking announced it was at the end of the – dude, that scene? Dude, okay. Yo. Dude, I am so excited that Boba – okay, so like Mike who's been on the show was like Boba Fett's going to be the ruler of Mandalore. And I'm like, nah, bro, I don't think so. This is a while ago. And then when they go in, like they have the – obviously it's Tatooine. You got the twin sons. And then I'm like, that's fucking Jabba's palace, bro. And then yeah. fucking uh, Fennec shows up and just mercs everybody. What's the the dude's name who's sitting on the throne? Is it Bib, Bib Fortuna. Fortuna? That's right. Who everybody thought was dead. Yep. He's fat now. Daywana Wanga. Daywana Wanga. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he uh, Daywana Wanga. They uh, <laughs> he's trying. He's doing his best job of impersonation, like really thick in the neck, you know. Um, and uh, she mercs everybody but him. Boba just walks down and he's like. Boba, you know, obviously it's whatever. He's like, I heard so many rumors. I heard you were dead. And then yeah. just poof, blast right in the chest. Boba walks up, sits down on his throne with Fennec behind him, taking a swig of some whatever, you know, Spotchka. And it's like, holy fuck, he just, he's the ruler of the underworld now. And then it said, yeah. you know, the book of Boba Fett coming December 2021. And I was like, oh, no wonder. Because that was the thing. I'm like, we didn't see anything from Disney's uh, day about Boba Fett. So maybe we were yeah. wrong. Um, but so about that, the shooting dates I learned are different for the Mando season three and the Boba Fett series. There's different shooting dates. So they're not the same show. So what I think, I, I wonder when uh, uh, the Boba Fett so, thing is going to come out. I read somewhere that uh, Mandalorian season three is coming out. Christmas well, that was, Day. that was, so there's something that Lucasfilm is really, really, really good at. And that's double speak. So one of the things that they, I guarantee they were doing 
was talking about Mando coming out Christmas Day, but referring to Boba Fett because Mando still is coming out next uh, next year, Mando season three, and that's gonna and I guarantee that's gonna obviously be following like Grogu's out of the picture, Luke is uh, you know whatever, Boba's got his own shit, so that means Bo and Din are gonna go back and try to take over Mandalorian, Mandalore, sorry, against whatever Imperial yeah. remnant is still there. Um, and then they're going to have their in the Mandalorian. Yeah, in the Mandalorian, and that's going to. And I, my prediction is that with like the amount of shit they missed out on this year because of COVID, having to halt so many pro- projects and all that shit, I think this 2021 is going to be really heavy with uh, content, and then 2022 is going to space out like we have typically seen. Because I think I heard somewhere that Bad Batch is coming out soon, like within the next few months, so that we'll see it like early 2021. And then I think after that, we're going to get, we might get the Cassian Andor show around late summer, but I think they're going to, I think we're going to get Mando like mid to late October. Like we always have, it's going to end right before Christmas. Like it always has. And then Christmas day, Mm. Boba Fett is going to pick up where Mando leaves off and we're going to run into the Kenobi show February of 2022. Like that's like looking at the timelines. I'm like, this is how it's got, like they have the perfect setup to run us into 2022 you cap it off with kenobi at the beginning of 2022 and then you can put us back on that that slow burn of waiting and waiting that we typically have to do with star wars but i think it's going to go bang 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 and then chill us the fuck out you know so with you think the book of uh, i almost said the book of eli the book of boba Mm -hmm. yeah is that what it's called yeah book book of boba fett book Book of of boba Boba, whatever the boba book it's gonna. You think it's gonna take place now? Yeah. Or is it supposed to be from, like, what you guys no, want? No, I. Th- I think it's from... picking up exactly where he's leaving off. But then what? A, then it, wouldn't that coincide with Mando's Mando? gonna be off? Well, Mando's gonna, go... gonna be off with Bo-Katan going to Mandalore. He's on Tatooine doing his own thing because Boba doesn't. And care. who knows how long? Oh, oh, oh! You said you said you said Din and Bo. Yeah. So I thought you were shortening no, Boba, Bo-Katan. but you're you're talking yeah, about yeah. Bo-Katan. Okay, sorry, okay, okay. sorry to I confuse you. you. I'm curious if Boba Fett took off in the Slave One with Fennec Shand. I think so, dude. Who is uh, or, or what is Mando going to be flying? He's probably going to be with Bo-Katan and her really dope ass. Remember when they landed and there was that ship that had the spikes? Oh, yeah. He's going to steal that's the a fucking that's her that's her Mandalorian ship. Mike actually has that ship for his X-wing setup. It's one of the scum and villainy oh, ships, sick. yeah. They're really dope. Um, I like that Mando. Or what if he takes the Lambda? Right uh, they they man, the Lambda crashed. He could take the Lambda. I mean, oh, yeah, well, they probably go. did. You saw what the Razor Crest did. Hey, man, that's the Razor Crest, bro. <laughs> I mean, he has this whole Imperial cruiser yeah, if you want to go down Actually, that, they bro. probably he just could, take the Imperial cruiser. Dude, just take the whole fucking thing. thing. Well, uh, they, I'm, I, so they probably, like... Obviously, they radio back. They're like, because you, you have a, a ranger, a marshal of the fucking New Republic. So she's going to call it in. They're going to show up. They're going to take it over. They're going to be like, all right, we'll get you guys back to your ship. They'll probably hop on a fucking, you know, Epsilon-class cruiser or whatever it is, um, which I think is actually – is that yours, Travis? Is that yours? Sh- the Epsilon is the one that uh, Kylo – the big ship oh, that right. Kylo Ren's Yeah, on. gotcha. Anyway, they'll get on some sort of cruiser. They'll take them back. The one that also looks like yeah, this. Yeah, the the his yeah, it's it's uh based on the Lambda class cruiser without a dorsal fin. Um but yeah, so 
I don't so, I don't know. Well, maybe the, he'll get his own new ship, or he'll just be yeah, like you said, Spence couch sur- couch surfing on different ships um, until he gets you know until he until he goes into some junkyard and there's just an old beat up Razor Crest in the back in the back lot. You know, maybe maybe he goes to uh, just for fan so, service. Uh, he goes to uh, Uncar Plot's junkyard on Jakku, and there's one sitting there. You know, whatever. Yeah. Boba had to come back and get Fennec, right? No, Fennec was on the deck with them. She was she was part of the the group. He went into light speed. Boba? Oh, sorry. You're right. Yeah, you're when right. Sorry. Fennec I was, was thinking the Fennec deck. left. No, yeah, Boba came back. Had to yeah. come back. Boba would have had to come back and get her. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure he just hopped to like the nearest star system or not even that far away and, yeah. and came back. You know, depending on the lore, he either tele- transported himself teleportation style or he's going to take a little bit to get back. You know, who knows? Depends on what rules they're going to use. Well, I guess a lot happened. Like, it was a good amount of time from when he took off to when they were all done there. Yeah. Maybe 10 minutes. Maybe like I don't know, hours. man. Probably about, I think it's like Could 10 minutes. Unless that little uh, chamber, you know, where they were keeping Rogu and the... um the deck where all they do all yeah. the flying where the they ended unless that's right there right when you walk into the bay so I mean, they had to have walked I, yeah and, I, well obviously they 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 walked a I little think, bit well because like with movies no, and shit somewhere. like i think the 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 din and um gideon fight was happening uh alongside the um when uh kara and all them and and bo were were fighting all of the stormtroopers yeah. And then, of course, like, obviously they get done, and then by the time they walk in, Bo-Katan's doing the Darth Vader stance looking out the window, you know, of the of the, of the the ship. Uh, so they've already been chilling for a minute. So, yeah, maybe, maybe 10, 15 minutes. I don't think it's going to take an hour because it's not a Star Destroyer. You know, it's a cruiser, and there's elevators all over the place yeah. that go to different levels. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, fucking crazy. Uh, not a better time to be a Star Wars fan like not, not at, at all, all dude not since 1977 like i i can't ever imagine what it was like when star wars first came out but i, I imagine it was something like this you know um dude 77 would have been a good year to be a blazer yeah, win the championship what do you know um that being said uh we should jump into uh the hundred psych portion of uh of this episode where we do a fantasy what what is it a Welcome what to is it Psych. called? 4x4 four four Fantasy Draft? That's what it's called. Okay, for those yeah. of you who are four. not listeners of Psych, there is a thing we do called a 4x4 four four Fantasy Draft. The concept, we take a theme. Today's theme is Star Wars. And we pick four categories from that theme. The four categories today are movies slash TV, video games slash games in general, ships slash transportation, and non-Force-sensitive characters. Um, what? Is Spencer, Spencer, is Spencer the second person to Third, do this with us? Matt was and Matt Brad the only one to both do it did with it. Us? With Brad, remember with Brad, we did Marvel characters, and I picked to kill Spider-Man off. Oh wait, sorry, that was actually that was Cast Cameo Cut. But I'm pretty sure didn't we do a four by four with him? With Brad, maybe we didn't. Maybe it was just Matt. And Matt was the uh, the junk food one. Junk food. So yeah, because <laughs> he's fat. Yeah, as fuck. He is. he's also old. Um, so so with those four categories, we're gonna go in order uh, of fantasy draft style where we each individually pick one 
person or one thing for each category until everybody has made four selections. After the category has been selected all the way through, we, the three of us objectively vote on who has the more solid list for that category, and we move on to the next one. Whoever has the least solid list or the least liked list out of all three of us gets to pick first on the next category, and we will continue that until all four categories have been picked, um, and we will do some honorable mentions for those picks that did not get made afterwards and and then the loser of this and the loser of this will be determined because i think spencer said he's going to put a poll up for those listeners because i think we also now have a twitter account but uh, we'll get into that later um you can do polls on instagram right oh yeah yeah but uh he uh he mentioned earlier that we have a twitter account now so that took us a while to get but yeah so before the show started we did a random number generator you got that blue check mark you got that blue check mark Nah, we just man. got it. We just got booted <laughs> up. How are we gonna get a blue check mark? We're just normal folks. I started the Twitter yesterday. Yeah, we, ain't, we have, yeah. Ain't nobody know about us. Yeah, blue check mark in record time. <laughs> it's not that simple, cause anyway. So <laughs> we uh, we uh, did a random number generator, picking a random number in between one and fifty. And I got the closest, followed by Travis then Spencer. So that is the order we will pick for category one. The first category is movies and television in the Star Wars universe. And with the first pick on the board, Tyler selects The Mandalorian. Fuck. That was my first one. God, I already got to go into my fucking honorable <laughs> You only had one pick? You're already going to the honorable <laughs> mentions? Um, anyway, yeah, that's my pick is Mandalorian. Well, I had one I had one pick and nine honorable mentions. Gotcha. So. Okay, well, Travis, what's your pick? Less vaping, more picking. Um, <laughs> well, man, I pick Mando. Well, yeah. What's what's your pick? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one on my list, I have Phantom Menace. Ooh, that is an it. Just okay. because it was like, it was a staple in my life for Star Wars for a very you long time. You had the Darth Maul mask. I had the Darth Maul lightsaber, too. The oh, plastic the, yeah, one. I, I remember that. One. I remember that. Because yeah. weren't you him for Halloween? I think that I, I oh, every day in my yeah. life. That hey man, there ain't no shame in that. Spencer, uh, I went with Return of the Jedi. Solid choice. Fuck, that's my number three. All right, God. my oh, uh, this is, is a somebody terrible keeping idea. track of this? Oh, I am. Oh, you're supposed well, to be. No, Spencer's Spencer's the organizer here in our in our in our in, in the Legends podcast. Um, my second pick of, of the first round is Solo, a Star Wars movie, a Star Wars story. Nice. Ooh, I didn't even have that on my that list. That didn't make my list I, really, at all either, and I love that movie. I feel – I love that movie too. That was a good one. That should have been my second <laughs> pick because there's 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 more flick. Darth Maul in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Travis. Okay, mm, well, the next on my list is – um, I don't want to do that one. Okay, yes, I'm going to do it. Empire Strikes Back. Good one. Oh, that was on one. my uh, reserves. For, for the longest time, up until probably two years ago, that was my favorite movie. But it's transitioned to Jedi. Nice. So I'm going to put F5. Um, my number two is actually Mandalorian, but it's chosen. So I'm choosing <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Solid, solid. I got to start solid. chopping these fuckers yep. off my list. Bye-bye. I'm just trying to remember which <clears throat> ones got picked. 
okay. Well, my third choice is going to be The Force Awakens. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't I on my know. list at I all. I knew it wouldn't. I'm surprised The Last uh, Jedi wasn't like one of Travis's first or second picks. I thought you really liked that movie. Yeah, you texted me the other day. You're like, how, how much you want to bet that Travis's are uh, all sequel movies? Well, yeah, well, I was like, like, I said, I said Solo, Last Jedi, or Rise of Skywalker, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, my next one's Rise of Skywalker. I do. I, I, it's an unpopular opinion, obviously, but I like all the sequels. I think they're good movies. And I just like the, um, how, like, yeah, know. they're updated. They're not all yeah. old and, as fuck. Updated technology. Yeah. So, yeah, my next one's Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, my next one's gonna be a New Hope. Nice. You, I mean, you, you gotta it. right. It didn't even make my list, but you gotta. Yeah. Um, and my fourth and final for the first category. Oh, this is tough, bro. This is tough. I've got two choices left on my list that you guys didn't choose, and I don't know which one I want. But I'm gonna say the Clone Wars, the television, the, the cartoon okay. animated show, not Attack of the Clones. Solid. The oh, the show. show? Yeah, there's seven seasons of that shit, God, bro. Damn it. That was that was. I know. I thought one. I was gonna pick that next because <laughs> if if anything specifically, I, uh, it's season seven. You know, like that's why I pick it I, for season seven. Yeah, I haven't even seen all of it, but I I just I really like the droids yeah, in there. The, the, they're yeah. so funny, dude. Um, what's left? A lot. Uh, a lot I should have keeping track. <laughs> And if you say something that's already taken, I'll just I'll let you know. Uh, the Last Jedi. There you go. That hasn't been taken. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that one. That's right. the highest on my list. Um, and then the last one I have is Rebels. Rebels. Rogue One didn't make the yep. cut, huh? I put it as my no, uh, I on- honorable mention. I didn't even think about Solo or Rogue, Rogue One. One made my honorable mentions my list. That last two was Clone Wars. Or Rogue I thought One. of what trap. All right, so I I thought about Rogue One, Mm. but um, you know I've seen it once along with Clone Wars, the Attack of the Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Attack of the. He's only seen those two movies. I've only seen that one once. (laughs) Attack of the Clones didn't make any of our. Why would it? I want to say that. Um, So I'll I'll do a little run through again of what we each chose. So Tyler, you chose number one, Mando. Number two, Solo. Number three, Force Awakens. And for your fourth choice, you chose the Clone Wars animated mm-hmm. series. Uh, Travis, you got the Phantom Menace coming in strong at number one, Ep one. Uh, then you chose Empire Strikes Back, episode five. You went to Rise of Skywalker, episode nine, and followed that with The Last Jedi, episode eight. Myself, I chose Return of the Jedi, ep six. Revenge of the Sith, episode three. A New Hope, episode four. And the Rebels animated series. You know, I thought I had so this in the bag, dude. Like I thought I had this in the bag. You do? No, I don't know, man. The 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 OG okay, fan so are we gonna... is like looking at Spencer's list. I'm like, bro, he's got three fucking solid staples with Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, and New Hope. Like, ugh. But I also have Mando. I'm not going to lie. I feel pretty good about my selection. Here's the thing, though. Popular opinion might pull yeah. towards that Mando number one. Mando Solo and Clone Wars are pretty thinking. fucking solid choices. Mando's Mando in itself yeah. as a separate entity from the rest of yeah. Star Wars has a massive following. So you also got Clone Wars in there. That's a pretty, yeah. Solo's good. I, I mean, it's a solid flick. Ep7 has its crowd. <laughs> 
But then again, Travis comes through with Phantom Menace and Empire. Yeah, I know. Which are both great flicks. Episode Phantom Menace episode has one of the best lightsaber battles. What's that? I said Phantom Menace does have one of the best lightsaber battles. Dude, <sighs> Duel of Fates is my... Dude. It's classic. So, in my opinion, the only problem I have... Okay, I think Tyler's is the best. The only problem with Spencer's I have is I haven't... and and And... It goes with the popular opinion. I don't know how many people, especially like people like me who aren't as avid, you know, uh, Star Wars fans as you guys. Not very many people have ever seen Rebels. Yeah. That's true. And I I've never seen Rebels. First, like I've had it. I've watched it in the essence of like I've had it on in the background, and like I'll fall asleep watching it. But lately, I turned off my autoplay on Disney Plus, so if I fall asleep on the couch, it won't play the next episode. So I have been intently watching episode by episode almost every night. I'm like halfway through season two now, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I need I to give it a solid it's a watch. Great show. I started. It's it's honestly cool, man. Like I'm, I, I I'm really, really jealous of the Mountain Dew Travis just cracked because I would love a Mountain Dew right now. Um, so what's the consensus? I, I mean, thirty six pack. Are we saying my list or your list is? Well, we're, we're trying to find the worst, right? To go first. Oh yeah, one. I suppose the winner doesn't matter. So I think Travis's is the worst list of the three. You got two. I didn't even think about that. Probably. We're not even voting for best. <laughs> we're voting for worst. We vote for best at the end. Okay, yeah. yeah so Travis gets to let, pick first the, on the next the category. Decide. Travis has two sequels okay. and arguably the worst prequel. Oh no, it's Attack of the Clones. Sorry, but yeah. So next is games, video and regular. I'm excited for this one. Spencer's gonna outclass us, bro. Ah oh, shit. Spencer yeah. is? Maybe. We'll see. we'll see. I can't decide which one I want to be my first. Now. Wait, hold uh, on. We actually have to determine who's going second. So who had the second worst? That's how we have to determine the best. Oh, I think Spencer had the second worst. So you think Spencer was Just middle? because of Rebels. That's the only reason. Would you agree with that, Spencer? Yeah. I'll take it. Do you agree with it? Do you think you had a better list than me? No. These are my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got most of and my I think, favorites. And I think... Mando standalone by the by itself is great, but I have The Force Awakens and I have Solo, and both of those like as a sequel movie and a movie that flopped, even though a lot of people might like it. I think I had the worst list than Spencer. I honestly think that the casual Star Wars fan would really? pull towards Spencer. So I'm gonna say Spencer gets casual, not casual. Well, if you've been casual watching Star Wars since it came out, I think the OT fans would yeah. pull towards me. Yeah. The OT would pull, pull towards Spencer. The casual, well, no. Because casual fans don't watch Rebels. No, but it's not about every single pick. It's about Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, no. and A New Hope. Like, that's a that's that's a more solid list. Uh, yeah, I I, yeah Rebels, got, you're right. But who okay. also Clone Whatever. Wars. Not a lot of people watch Clone if Wars. If I would have thrown Rogue One on there, it would have been in the back. Dude, yeah. The only problem is this Tyler has Mando. Which yeah, is but like one pick doesn't trump that. every I, pick. Yeah, I agree it's about who that. has the overall most solid list, you know? Mando can't trump every every other pick, you know. So I think Spencer had a better list. Okay, okay. So oh, I go. All right, yeah. we'll just go off for that. Whatever. So I'll go. Travis Tyler Spencer. It doesn't matter. Next round. Ah uh, oh, shit! I don't know because one of them is going to be very biased. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> because we have so much fun playing you're on the it. The clock, bro. I'm just going to pick my number one, the first one I wrote down. Uh, Battlefront 2 on the PS2. Oh, throwback. 
Fuck. There it goes. Didn't even make my list. I didn't even play it that much. So good, bro. What a great choice. That was in my that was uh that was my number three. That that is hands down one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played in my life. I played it for Phenomenal. hours and hours. And I only hours. played it for Seamless. like an hour. But I, I've always heard oh. it's great. I just never had it as a kid. I had it on my uh uh original Xbox. Right. I just remember you could go to the Wookiee planet and you could go fuck up a bunch of Wookiees with Vader and shit. The seamless, so the seamless battlefield to ship transitions too, so mm-hmm. good. Uh, I love playing on like uh, like ship stations because you get in your ship and then boom, you're flying out yeah. in a dogfight. Like that was yeah. my favorite thing of that whole movie. Game. Um, <laughs> all right, so you got the 2005. Right. Battlefront. Yes. My pick is going to be the X-Wing Miniatures game because I have so much fucking fun playing ah. it. That was good. That was what, what I was up in the air with. Is that one? Because, yeah, that's right now my favorite yeah. game to play. All right, Spencer. Uh, my first pick is Knights of the Old yep, Republic. saw that coming. Ooh, Mile away. Kotor. That's my number 10. <laughs> Only because I didn't have an Xbox growing oh. up. Yeah, I uh, I spent hours and hours and hours of my life. I had Juggernaut characters. I had Dark Side characters, Light Side characters. I had Gray Jedi characters. I I played that game in every configuration I could possibly imagine. Um, I love the classic dice rolling aspect mm-hmm. of it. Um, it's it's D and D on uh, a TV screen, you know, straight up. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love it. All right, game. Travis, what's your second pick? We didn't even go through like any honorable mentions in the last. One. Uh, I Rogue One was my only one left did. that you I mean, guys kinda. didn't pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so my like... second pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the Nintendo sixty four pod racing. Game. Oh. Shit. Uh-huh. Solid, bro. <laughs> I forgot about that game. I played the fuck out of it too. I have a caveat to that, but I'm gonna add that after we go through the rest okay. of them. But I want to touch. On. Uh, my second pick is the Force Unleashed Ultimate Sith Edition. Okay. Because you can specifically that one because you could change all of your outfits and you could be Darth Maul or Luke Skywalker or whatever, playing as uh, Star yeah. Killer. Um, my number two, Star Wars Squadron. Don't take bro. that off my list. That was my number three. <laughs> I I have been loving playing this. It's game. so fun. I haven't it's, even played it as much. It's a as pilot. You. I've never played it. True. Is it worth oh, yeah. it? A hundred percent. Yeah. Travis, love you'd it. love it. Um, oh, fuck. Dude, there's so many more games on here I could have put. Um, <laughs> number three. My number three is uh, Fallen Order. That was my number four. I haven't played it. Great it was game. Such I want to play game. it, but such a good game. I don't have it. I don't have it. I just don't have it. Beautiful thing <laughs> too, man. I bought. I bought. And I would let you borrow. I bought it, but squadrons. I bought it I bought digitally, Force, um, or whatever that is called, Jedi, whatever, Fallen Order. Uh, it's it's worth my play. number three. I own it digitally too, or I'd let you. Jedi Outcasts. I almost chose that. Yeah, that's an old that one. Is. That's an old one. Yeah, I used to play it on I the Macintosh, on the bro. Back in the day. Yep. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, I I bought like, a four pack of games that was uh, Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. um, Outcasts. It was like the original X Wing yep. game. 
and like another one like these old star wars games yeah i bought like a 20 pack that was one of them and, I <laughs> and it was it was all yeah. of them it was right around the force awakens came out steam had a huge sale and i bought every, like it just had every star wars game it was like 17 bucks for like 17 games or so something good. so yeah I bet some of them are probably pretty hard to play today. Theory has been playing, I think it was Jedi Outcast. It might have been Jedi Academy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Good games. Whatever one that has Kyle Katarn um, in it. I don't anyway. remember. Is this number four Spencer's now? picking number three. Final uh, pick? This is my number three. Oh, okay. I'm doing the PlayStation 1 original Star Wars Masters of Terrascasi game. Wow. It's a... 1v1, like Mortal Kombat, Tekken-style game, but it's Star Wars. Chris Kasi. And it's a style of lightsaber fighting, right? It's like a martial art in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a form of lightsaber yeah. battles. But, um, yeah, it's a, it was a fun game. And I remember – I just have good memories of that game, like playing with my dad, my brother, and, like, stepmom and stuff growing up. Okay. Um, Solid yeah. choice. Travis, your final pick? Uh, my final pick will be Sabak. Oh fuck, okay. dude! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I love playing Sabak, bro. I mean, our version of Sabak. I play Sabak in Kotor. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Travis and I have a a um, a bastard version. With like a deck we just, of cards. We just made up our. Yeah. We, I mean, we play with rules loosely based on the Hasbro game that you can buy. In preparation for this, I just listened to your guys's uh, four by four you guys uh-huh. did in April, where you talk about board oh, games, and you guys talked about Sabak and like how you play it. And I was like, dude, that sounds yeah. so fun. Corelli and Spike, to be yeah. specific, because regular Sabak has like seven cards in your hand or something like that, um, and right. the one we play has only three cards and two dice. Yeah, it's intense, dude. Okay. It's so fucking annoying. You'll like have zero. In your hand, <laughs> you'll have like prime Sabak. You're ready to win both the, the side pot and the fucking main pot. And then boom, fucking doubles on the dice. Trade your hand out, dice get whatever the deck gives you. Dude, so annoying. Anyway, so fun. It's like the biggest gambling game that you could possibly do. Like, you're not only are you yeah. gambling that you're going to have a better hand than the person in front of you, but you're also gambling on dice. Um, it's like pure. So, chance, my fourth yeah. pick, um, this is going to be tough because. I don't know which one I want. Ah, I'll just say Force Unleashed too. Yeah, you got that two made Force both games. games, bro. <laughs> and then you didn't play very many Star Wars games, huh? Uh, I did actually. I just those ones were really fun, you know. And I'm also trying to win a list here, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm building a team to win or lose. None That's of us. True. Oh wait, hold on. I need a way for Spencer Give to his fourth. say his. Then I'm gonna so, make a. My caveat to to your Nintendo Pod Racer was I have the Game Boy Pod Racer. Oh, online. nice. Not the oh, my first Pod thought was the uh, was arcade that? game Pod Racer. <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yeah. Um, I'm not choosing that. What I'm choosing that that was one of my backups. But you saw, I I never owned any Nintendo other than a Game Boy, so that was the Pod Racer mm. I remember. Um. I'm choosing the new Battlefront too. Oh, Um, okay. See, I was gonna say no one picked any of the new Battlefronts, but yeah, Spencer did. I did just because when it first came out, it was problematic. But with all of the patches and the new characters and the new maps and game modes, I've had hours and hours and hours of enjoyment out of that game, and like I I genuinely enjoy it. It's a little clunky as a first-person shooter, 
but I mean it's it's Star Wars through and through and like I I love yeah it's solid so. it's fun the first one kind of sucked it dude, I, I paid a hundred dollars for that shit before it really? came out I pre-ordered it because I was like I was thinking you know 2005 Battlefront and I'm uh-huh. like dude this is just the same game but new yeah. man I was so fucking pissed bro I paid a hundred dollars for like the <laughs> super fucking pre-order edition like get every skin type of shit ea used to be such a solid publisher and now every ea game just has problems except for the newest one i guess right fallen order was pretty good squadron squadrons and fallen order are pretty yeah good. squadrons is solid i just need to i i'm debating tyler you need to get i'm fallen debating order. on like giving you my joystick spencer because like unless you have one on order already i need to play because like it's really tough i'm waiting till after okay. christmas it's really tough to do and i'm i haven't played it with a controller yet um but uh, it's it's a fun game. I just get disoriented with it. As someone who loves piloting stuff, I get really disoriented playing piloting games. It's, you know, whatever. I love sugar, but I'm fat. Oh, okay. So, so we got to determine this... out of these which one is the worst. Did I? Oh yeah. Since this came up real quick, Fallen yeah. Order. Um, you guys were talking about on your on uh, their only legends, the droid story yeah. or whatever, with a new character. Yeah, new droid. Spencer, do you think it's gonna be BD One or whatever his name is? That would be cool, man. The little companion being droid. led yeah, by a little companion that you get. See that? That's cool. Yeah, I I don't know. That'd be super cool to see. Because uh, I also like who we don't know what era that's taking place in either. Right. It literally could be right. any era since Episode One because it's being led. It's yeah. the the robot is going on a journey, being led by R two and and three PO. So we know it's since R three PO was created. But it could be during in between three and four, you know. See, my first thought was BB-8, but BB-8's a yeah. Then I thought of, I don't, I won't want to watch that. I think they're gonna let the sequel trilogy die. Yo, I <laughs> actually had that feeling. Like, I wouldn't doubt it if because the even the actors who were involved in it don't care for it anymore because of the backlash. I wouldn't doubt it if like in twenty thirty years the sequel trilogy becomes our new holiday special. We just don't talk about it. You know, yeah. and not the Lego Holiday Special, Travis. The, the original either one. that or it ages pretty decent, like the, the prequels. And I have a theory about that. I have a theory that the prequels aged well because the sequel trilogy was garbage. Also, if you so. watch Hayden's acting, it's not actually all that bad. It's the dialogue that's written. So I think you you're right yeah. though. I, I take back what I said. They have actually aged pretty well. They are really enjoyable. It's just like the CGI is a little wonky because of uh, you know where we are now with it, and the dialogue was kind of awkward. But Hayden did a good job, you know. Um, yeah. Well, the other ones. Were so good. who do you think had, had the? Yeah. Really I was just good thinking for the nineties. Yeah. I didn't hear what you said, but yeah. <laughs> you both talked, so <laughs> you I didn't say, hear. I, you didn't hear him. I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> We got to get back in the same room doing these one of these days. I just said Phantom looked really good. Oh yeah, it did for sure. Um. So yeah. So, so that's my number one. Who's the who's the list? Who's who's what are the lists? All right. Quick rundown. Sorry, I'm up here vaping. I'm the only one not. We had Travis come through with the 2005 Battlefront 2 game, phenomenal choice. Followed up with Nintendo Pod Racer, uh, 64. Yeah. Is it, Nintendo 64? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, followed that up with Jedi Fallen Order, a newer one. And finally, it was the wonderful in-universe card game of Sabacc. For Tyler, we had the X-Wing Miniatures tabletop game, followed by Force Unleashed, the Ultimate Sith Edition. 
then Jedi Outcast, followed by Force Unleashed 2. For myself, I chose Knights of the Old Republic, followed by Squadrons, then the 1v1 game Masters of Terrace followed by the new Battlefront. So I think it's safe to say I'm picking first next time because my list is very not great. Uh, you two, on the other hand, y'all are in some heavyweight head-to-head battle for this one. I'm curious to see so, how this okay. plays out. In my opinion, <laughs> Tyler takes okay, in my okay, in my opinion, I'm first because I have some heavy hitters in there. Uh and then number two is Tyler only because he has Whoa. uh the X Wings miniature game. Oh. And Spencer, you'll find out you'll find you out think one that's day. That's a niche why. category. Remember though? we gotta we gotta think about the masses. Remember objective voting. Not about what it means to you. I think Spencer having yeah. the Knights of the Old Republic as his first pick is going to put him above me automatically with what people would think is better. Also, it's a better game than most games that I have on my list. Um, well, and then see, the only problem with the Knights of Republic is it was only Xbox. No, it went to PC too, didn't it? Because you can, I, I can play it right okay, now. Well, you know? Yeah. I try. Was it always on PC? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Because when it came out, only there was only one. I only knew I had one friend uh, who was also named Tyler. He had an Xbox and he had it. I got to play it once because he was a dickhead. Only let me play Tyler it Campbell. once. Campbell. So it was fun for the ten, yeah, Fuck ten that minutes guy. that I got Just to kidding. play it. What's up, but... Tyler? If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I heard it was a great game, but I never got to play it because it was only Xbox. I don't know why I said that. I was thinking okay. of your cousin Brandon. Kotor is notoriously one of the most favored Star Wars yeah. games. Yeah, that every time you like, talk to somebody about Star Wars, they're like, "Oh, nice old Republic game." We talk about games. They're like, "Nice old Republic." <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I've hardly played it. Okay, so objectively, yes, Tyler loses because the force he has both Force Unleashed games and a, those were and fun. Swing miniatures game yeah. that nobody plays. Well, people play, but okay, yeah, but and then I Jedi. I mean, Spencer, we'll have you come over and we'll play it sometime. Hell yeah! Um, you have both Force Unleashed games. Uh, they're good. Fallen Order is better. In the newer age I games, I haven't played it. I should have picked it. I just haven't played it. I, you, you have to buy it. it. I, I would give it to you, but you can just buy from me for so. Christmas or whatever. You make more money than me. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> but okay, so Tyler's yeah, last. So I pick first on the next category. <laughs> I mean, I, for, between me and Spencer, is it fair to say that Battlefront? on the PlayStation 2 is like one of the most I think it's better games. probably I think it's still if people who played that one versus it's one of my played, favorite yeah, games like I think people probably think the original Battlefront 2 is better than the new Battlefront 2 There's probably people still playing I think playing Battlefront, the 2 Battlefront 2 and Kotor might be like head to head I think they might be like your guys' number 1 picks are like almost equal in fame amongst the Star Wars community But then, then you've yeah. got you have to think about not only Star Wars community. Well, that's the only people that listen to this or would vote for this. I mean, no, not listen to this because this is on Psych. Well, it's also on Legends, so yeah. No, I know, I know but, but I'm yeah, just saying, so, there's, there's Psych listeners and Star Wars. So, listeners. so you got to think about the people who aren't Star how about Wars. This, this is a rule we should have established first. Whoever, <laughs> so we can all collectively agree. Sorry, Tyler, that yours is not, the worst. Take, yeah. I think then it is your responsibility oh. to choose who follows oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair because middle. I no longer have a dog in the fight. 
Oh, then yeah. what the fuck? The last one I would have not. Because we can sit here. Yeah. We could we could try to hash it well, out, bro, between you and I. Because I'm like, I think my list is supreme, even though I'm a huge fan of the 2005 Battlefront 2. I never, same as you with KOTOR, I've never really played. I never owned an N64, so I never played that version of Podracer. But the one or two times I did at like a birthday party or friend's house, I really enjoyed it. I love Fallen Order 2, but... Masters of Terrace Kasi is so nostalgia. Yeah, so I'm gonna. That's like that was. I'm gonna. Yeah, so I'm gonna break it down the way think? Travis and I break it down when we do four by four. We're gonna can. We're gonna do some cancel do outs. Compare them. Yeah, yeah, cancel out comparisons, right? So I think Battlefront two and um, Kotor cancel each other out. Boom. Two thousand five sure. Battlefront two. Then you've got Fallen Order. And so Travis then has Fallen Order, Pod Racer, and what was his other choice? Sabak. Okay. And you had Terrace Kasi, uh, uh, squadrons, squadrons and fucking, and the new, new battle battlefront too. So I think fallen order trumps the new battlefront too. Are we allowed to say trumps? Is that a thing? We're we allowed to say that word still. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> you gotta say, Biden's. say Biden's. I'll allow yeah, it. You'll allow it. Okay. That's, my, <laughs> that's my phrase. Um, I think, yeah, I think battlefront two gets beaten by fallen order. I think, sure. Uh, squadrons probably. I mean, I played the fuck out of some pod racing at friends' houses, but like, I think squadrons is a better game than pod racer. And then it comes down to the last one, Sabak or Terrace Kasi, and nobody plays those. So <laughs> it's like, um, I think objectively, I don't even know what Terracasi is. Right, so that's what I mean. And like, I, I like. If you know, you know. That's the thing, though, is if you know, you know. But then at the same time with Travis, like, who plays Sabak in real life? If you know, you know. So y'all made this really difficult. I taught it to to my brother. Or not my brother, my sister and dad. Um, I'm going to roll a die. Who wants evens? Who wants odds? Because I can't make up my mind. I'm going to roll a six. You choose. Spencer, you pick. (laughs) Oh, fuck. You both just told the other to Uh, pick first. even. All right, okay. even. I'll pick so, even. Spen- <laughs> oh, shit. I'll pick odds. <laughs> and, 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 okay. All right. So I heard Spencer say evens before I heard Travis say evens. So Spencer gets evens, Travis gets odds, and this is for who has the best list. Six-sided die, and it's a three. So Travis has the best list. He goes last. Spencer go goes second. second. Okay. So now we're moving on to ships. Um, Spencer's just staying at second the whole time. I was second the last time. So <clears throat> anyway. Oh, that's uh, ships and transports. So there's a question because in this typical be psych fashion, we don't specify the rules before we start picking. So my picks were not based on like if you pick a ship, you have that ship of all ships. Like, for instance, if you take the YT-1300, you're picking a specific generation like Ray's Falcon or Han's Falcon or Lando's Falcon, not just the Millennium Falcon as a whole. Like, is that fair? Or if you pick the Millennium Falcon, is the Millennium Falcon, since its inception, gone off the table completely? I'm okay with generations because it's really only going to apply to what, like, a couple. basic ties, X-Wings, and the Probably. Falcon. Yeah, so I'm fine with that. Is that fair with you, Travis? So does that mean each of us could pick a in different In theory, if we Falcon? all picked a different version of the Falcon, we could have it on our list. Because they are different uh, ships depending on the I era. mean, they are. Because, like, you could, it didn't... Uh... When Lando dro- uh, had, flew it, didn't he have like that little uh, transporter? He thing had in the, the front escape pod, and it was super crisp and, and shiny, and amazing. And with that, I'm going to go so, ahead and I let mean, you all know that my first pick for ships is Lando's Millennium Falcon. That is my favorite okay. well, Millennium Falcon. 
because I'm the, I get my first pick, so that's it. Dude, it, that fucking ship is Great so choice. beautiful, dude. Um, I, I don't know. I went really generic with it. I, I, I get second yeah, choice, Mister Best Games, yeah. <laughs> Spencer. No, I'm just I, saying. Oh, like, oh, you mean on your list? You went generic. With, yeah, because like na- now, I guess if I want to say Falcon, I say a different. Falcon. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. For my first choice, I chose the J Type three twenty seven Nubian Royal Starship, the which fuck? is the it is the Chrome mm-hmm. Starship from Phantom. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the from yeah. the time I was a kid, that has been my. You're talking about ship. Padme's, Dude, right? I didn't even think about Padme's that. Chrome Ship. Yep. Yeah. That is the the one that broke sexiest... down. They had to go to Tatooine and yep. find the parts. Didn't they break down on Tatooine? Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good choice. That's a sleek looking ship too. Oh, shit. Yeah, Beautiful. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Hey, wait. Um, we didn't say any uh, honorable oh, mentions. Oh, yeah, the right. Ones. Did you guys? Have yeah, any I had extras? a couple extra for the games. Honorable mentions. I had Jedi Academy, um, and Phantom Menace from the Dreamcast game. And nice. I only had those because I never oh, got. I... Is that the same one as the? Probably. PS1 I just Menace? only had it on the Dreamcast. Because I enjoyed that as well. I could never yeah. get past the Roly Poly Old Guards. But it seemed like it. We we've yeah. talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Those things were fucking hard to kill. Um, I had the Lego Force Awakens, mm. and then there's another Lego uh, Star Wars game. It's just like has the first like three, or the the Travis original. Travis loves his Lego games. I'm glad oh, you dude. brought up Lego because a lot of people like Lego is their favorite Star Wars. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. I personally like. I'm very much like a completionist, so when I try to play a Lego Star Wars game, I'm trying to get every motherfucking coin Dude, that uh, there is. I do it for a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I I try to, but like, I don't know. I've never gotten through a Lego Star Wars game, and that's it's really just me because I I love Lego and I love like their design. I'm a huge fan of the new holiday special, but like, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that are like, "What about the Lego?" fucking complete saga and all yeah shit, i like but, the lego yeah. holiday special this year was actually really good so, so I, good. i'm surprised we left that off but anyway um, spencer's second pick my oh hold on my honorable oh, mentions. yeah sorry i, I already didn't said pick the my game first boy pick. pod racer game and i also chose the original trilogy star wars monopoly ooh. board game Ooh, or what about tyler's I played that uh, a lot growing up trivia oh i have uh i have trivial pursuit. oh yeah trivial yeah, pursuit so yeah. good um. Okay, so Travis, have you chose your first ship yet? Uh, he's no, he goes last because he had the best. Li- I already chose. Yeah. Oh, Spencer, sorry, Spencer I forgot chose you picked his. Chrome you Dome. chose yours. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Luke Skywalker's X-wing. Oh, nice. Luke's T65, solid, solid. Mm-hmm. That the one that's just choice. like you know. The rises Known up. For being stuck yeah, in the it's just fucking. That, yep. that thing's a fucking. What do they call it? Amphibious, bro. That thing is just always in the water. <laughs> oh, they pull it out of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. They pull like that. This shit spent five uh, years minimum under the water. Six years at least, I think, under the water. Easy. All yeah. right. Uh, my second pick is the. Oh, bro. I have so many picks that y'all haven't touched yet. Okay, I'm going to say the TIE WI Modified Interceptor, otherwise known as the Whisper, which is Kylo's ship from Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I like that. That's that big one that's like this? No. Oh, no, his uh, TIE. Yeah, not not, yeah. not the silencer from not, – not the one from TLJ because that one 
he get, he gets a new one. He has a modified interceptor, which is the round one with the sharp pointed. You have a small version of it on X Wing. Yeah, yeah. So the the whisper, yeah, that thing's badass until it gets chopped off by Ray. Anyway, okay, that's it for me for my second pick. Oh, then it's me, yeah. huh? For my second pick, now this might be another generational one, but I don't know because it's the same ship. I'm choosing Slave One. Oh yeah, which is a modified fire spray Fuck. 31 class patrol and attack craft. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Django has a uh, Slave One too. Well, it's the same ship, right? I thought it was it's a different ship. No, same ship. It's they, the same ship. They look like different ships. Uh, paint jobs, but I'm pretty uh, sure Django's ship is the Slave One. And then Boba has. I don't think it changes, right? Because there is a slave two, but that's like in EU. EU. Yeah, I can I can Google it real quick. For some reason, I think I was looking at like different ships for the that our X Wing game that we play, and I think it looked like there's there are two different slave ones. Well, one's Django and one's Boba. Right, because in the shows there are two different slave one ships but they're the same it's the same ship so um jango's is jango's ship is blue but then boba repaints yeah. it to red oh, okay um i didn't yeah know so it's it. a powerful that pursuit craft made famous by jango fett in the days of the republic it's ship was, uh this ship was inherited by boba fett for his career as a bounty hunter so yeah you can get i think you can get both versions of it for um because um, I don't think Django Fett's is technically scum and villainy, is it? I think Django's would be like separatist uh, or something. Maybe not separatist. Uh, yeah, it's separatist. Is it separatist? No, it's separatist. Yeah, because he's mm-hmm. employed by the separatists to do dirty shit. And then Boba Fett's Slave One is part of the scum and villainy, which Mike has, I believe. He has Slave One. Yeah, because I looked into buying the separatist. Uh, Django's so that one. being said, Spencer has Slave One for his second pick, and Travis, what is your second pick? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Silencer. Solid choice. Nice. Take that off my list. That thing is a badass yeah. ship, and it fucking murders. And yeah, X-Wings. and you don't even put Kylo as the pilot for it, and you merc with it because I think there's another no. pilot who's better. Like. Well, his uh, ability. Yeah, that's is what better. I mean. So, like Kylo's ability is called "I'll show you the dark side" from his "The Force Awakens" line, and so Spencer in X-wing, when you you have a shield rating and a hull rating, so once your shields are all depleted, then every damage you take is a hull damage, and every hull damage you take is a damage card face down. But on the flip side of those damage cards are catastrophic, um, potentially catastrophic damages to your ship that have different requirements or different effects. So when you have a critical hit, you get a face-up damage card. So one of Kylo's ability called I Show You the Dark Side is you select a person, uh, a ship rather. You give them the I'll Show You the Dark Side card. And then you go through the damage deck and you pick out a ship-related, or is it, no, it's a pilot-related damage card. So it'll be like blinded pilot. You you can't um, do uh, evade actions or whatever it may be. Um, And you hand them that card. And then the next time they take damage, they have to use that card as their damage card. And so it's pretty dope. But okay. um, but Travis has like yeah. a different one where it's like you can like shoot through obstacles or something. Obstacles, and it gives me more yeah, attack dice. Yeah, it's and stuff. fucking stupid. But anyway, neither here nor there. 
Uh, the third. It's fucking stupid because I mark yeah, him with Travis it. says the Imperials slash First Order has the most wins out of me and Mike and him. Although my Millennium Falcon, Ray's Millennium Falcon, is a bitch for them to take care of. Um, that being said. The only time that I can easily take care of it is with my Destroyer. Oh, your uh, Decimator. Yeah, Decimator. Anyway, yeah. that's all for later. We're going to go down a fucking X-Wing minis uh, rabbit hole here. My third pick for the ships is going to be Poe Dameron's T-70 X-Wing, the black one. I almost picked that one instead of Luke. Which we only get Luke to see. Luke was just more nostalgic to me. In The Last Jedi when he destroys. It's the one he's flying when he's destroying all the surface cannons on the uh, whatever. And then it gets blown up by Kylo's uh, silencer. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, sorry. My third pick is original trilogy YT-1300 Millennium yeah, Falcon. Dude. So I'm just going to put OT Falcon yep. right here. And Trav, for your third? Um, My third, I'm going to go Anakin Skywalker's Pod Racer. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. dude. Classic. Like Good yeah. choice. Which nice. then becomes uh, Cobb Vance's uh, motorcycle. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick. All right, and then Tyler, that's oh, to you. Dude, I've got shit, three choices to pick from. If I'm trying to, dude, to I have win so here. many on here. Still? Well, I knew I didn't have to have like twelve. I knew I could only get away with a few. Actually, I have four to choose from. Oh shit! Cause I took number three as my four, or vice versa. Um, that's kind of crazy. I'm just gonna say the um, uh, the First Order TIE Special Forces, which is uh, the one you see um, Poe and um, Finn fly out of in The Force Awakens. Cause the t- which, that TIE Fighter is also a motherfucker. Yeah, so the Special Forces TIE Fighter, which is black like the First, First Order ones are, but they have the red stripes on the uh, on the pod. <clears throat> it's the only one that has a secondary pilot or a gunner seat that sits behind the pilot. So that then gives that specific... Um, in X-Wing, it gives that specific uh, ship the ability to not only shoot forward, but also shoot behind it. And Sick. it's a motherfucker. <laughs> so those yeah. are my four then. And that one's um, the only tie, uh, TIE fighter that has a uh, shield. Oh, yeah. All the other TIE fighters are fucking yeah. bitches. They don't, have, they don't get shields. Which is accurate to squadrons. Yeah. Which is yeah. what, <laughs> what I'm familiar right. with in squadrons, yeah, that's the thing. The maneuverability and not having shields with those TIE Fighters is rough. Um, my fourth pick, I actually have five choices to choose from. I have a bunch of honorable mentions also. So, yeah, I'll, I'll leave them for the honorable mentions. I'm going to go with my initial gut number four, and that is Darth Maul's ship, the Skimeter. Oh, yeah. Skimeter. <clears throat> the It's a modified Star Courier ship. Um, badass, another nose ship. Uh, I've always liked it. <laughs> it's a good ship. But, yeah. Word. Um, so, my final pick? Your final pick for the third category? I'm going to go, and I don't know if, well, you've been playing Squadrons. It's probably on Squadrons, but if not, you should look it up, Spencer. The TIE Defender. Yeah. That okay. That's my honorable mentions. That triple Dude, wing that motherfucker. Bad. An X-Wing. It, yeah, the one, it's got the two wings and the on one the side on top. and the one wing yeah. on the top. Yeah, it was debuted, triangle. I believe, yeah, in that's the a dope uh, ship. 
It's in Rebels. That's okay. All I, I, I actually, when I was looking it up earlier, I think it debuted in. I think it was the 1994 um, Star Wars Tie Fighters game, which is the sequel to the X Wing game, the original X Wing game, on like the Nintendo or Sega or whatever the fuck it is. But anyway, yeah, nice, cool. So, what about your honorable mentions? Um, let's see. My honorable mentions are the Emperor Shuttle, the Lambda Class T4A shuttle. Known as the Oh, you don't know. I had it and I lost it. It's it was um What? The no, the executor is the uh other one. Anyway. I can't remember. I'll I'll look it up, but sorry, go ahead. I also had the N one Starfighter, the Naboo yellow. the yellow and chrome Starfighter. Oh yeah. Uh, I have the Tanti four, the C R ninety Corvette. As seen in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And then I have Luke's speeder, his little land speeder from Tatooine, the X-34 land speeder. Nice. Oh, that little red one? Yeah. That they um, take into t- Moss Eisley. Tyler, did you have honorable mentions? Yeah, I had a few. You can go ahead. I'm trying to find the... There was a different... So his Lambda class, the one that we see in the movies, he has a different one in the book. Um aftermath when they're talking about when he goes to Jakku prior to the uh when it's in between three and four he has a black one a shiny black one and it's it's called something oh tight it's called something like the executioner or something like that something something crazy anyway so, Travis what were your honorable mentions if you had any um let's see I had slave one I I just wrote down Millennium Falcon so I guess an honorable mention can be any version of the, like, you know, whatever Ray's right. when she's flying it. Or, uh, I had speeder bike. Yeah. I had the A wing. Okay. Uh, I had an ATAT. Nice. Oh, and then I had a um, Darth Maul's uh, little speeder bike thing that he sits down on and takes in. the the circular one. Yeah. 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 So yeah, those are mine. Nice. I thought it was supposed to be black, but then Wikipedia is saying it's like, like a a sleek silvery, maybe like more of a nickel. Uh, but it's called the Imperialis. It's a pretty dope name. Nice. Um, my honorable mentions are the RZ two A wing, which is the A wing we see in the sequel trilogy. Uh, it's a slightly different than the original A wing, but not by a lot. Uh, the Ozatuk gunship, which is the ships the Wookies use. Um, it kind of looks like a big version of the uh, Razor Crest. And then I have... Uh, oh, Razor Crest can be one. Oh, uh, yeah, I had the TIE Defender. It was already taken, so it's not even an honorable mention because you took it. So that's all I had for honorable mentions. All right, so... There's so many. What do we... So yeah, let's, let's, run down. let's give our final what we chose. Up here pretty soon. Uh, Travis, you yeah. chose Luke's X-Wing. He shows the TIE Silencer, Anakin's Pod Racer, and the TIE Defender. Uh, Tyler, you got Lando's Falcon. You got Kylo's TIE Whisper, Poe Dameron's Black X-Wing, and the First Order TIE, same one as Poe and Finn from The Force Awakens. I forgot special what forces. you already said. But... Yeah, Special okay. Forces. I chose the Nubian Royal Starship. I chose Slave One. I chose the OT Falcon, and I chose Darth Maul's Skimator. So I don't. I still don't know. Probably Skimator. <laughs> I'd have to say. Uh, 
What? Wait, how do you spell it? S C I M I T A R. It's a scimitar. It's the it's the it's the hooked scimitar. swords that the uh, Middle East use. Scimitar. Okay. Yeah. Scimitar. Uh, I, I, I would think that I lost again because y'all have some bangers of lists, but I think Spencer might have won. I don't know. I think so too. But yours is hella good too with the pod racer and. But I think just the OT Falcon yeah. and Padme's sleek ass silver ship, the scimitar, and what was the other one you picked? Slave. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Slave. I one. think you win. <laughs> Especially now, I think he won too. So that means you go last. Tyler on lost the next one. So I'm gonna go first again. I'm not. Tyler no, side uh, characters is gonna be a, a throw up though, man. That could be anything. Yeah. My first picks, Han Solo. That's really down to perspective. My uh, non non force sensitive characters, right? Isn't that what it is? Or is it? Yeah, yeah, I just I just came up with like people people who aren't Jedi or yeah. Sith. Uh, Han Solo. You know they they. C- I chose okay. a couple yeah. obscure ones. I bet ones. you did. You and your legends knowledge. Yeah. So you pick Han Solo? Yeah. All right. That's no. fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, um, so which one of you guys goes first? I went first. I picked Han Solo. Travis goes second. And then you oh, go okay. last. Yeah. I didn't realize that yeah. you just picked that. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to change some of mine around. Because... Be quick, bro. Spencer's got a hard out, bro. Okay. 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, my, my first pick, RTD2. Fuck! I didn't pick R2. a single droid. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, have... I picked one. You droid. picked. Okay. Well, my first choice is kind of a droid. I picked Lobot. Yeah, Lobot, solid. Lando's. So Lobot, uh, Lando's right hand mm-hmm. man cyborg. Okay. Yeah. I went Boba Fett for number two. What did you pick, Travis? R two D two. Okay, I picked Boba Fett. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, he was up there for me. I got Han Solo and Boba Fett, one and two. Let's go. They're fighting for that number one spot. That's cool. Okay, my number two. Um, I'm going to go. Ah, oh, shit. I'm going Chewbacca. <laughs> I didn't even write them down. <laughs> I, do, I, I wrote this. The characters list was right before we went live, though. I, I, I spaced on it. I was like, oh, shit. And I just typed a bunch of shit out. Okay, Spence. I've thought about it a little bit. I chose K2SO, the Imperial droid yeah. from Rogue One. He's so good. Um, so so good, so funny, also a badass. You know what's funny is I blanked. Like when I'm like, man, there's like nobody who's non-Force sensitive in Star Wars. And then now I'm just like thinking of like every single character in Star Wars. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, <laughs> my third pick. I did mine on a long walk, so. My third pick is Lando Calrissian. Okay. I didn't have him. Maybe I just went a little hipster. You went hipster. Like, I, didn't I went pick, like, safe. Mainstream. I went, I went safe. Yeah. I already know that I think when we put the poll out that I'm going to have like the least solid list out of everybody. As far as com- combined, I think I might win this one in the first one. But um, Tyler, who, who, who are your picks? Uh, Solo, your pick? Boba Fett, and Lando are my three. Lando, okay. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, Din or Mando. Nice. Well, he might not be force sensitive right now, but he might by the time the fucking show's over. We don't know. I mean, as of right now, he's not. Right. So. I chose Salacious B. Crumb. Yeah. Salacious Crumb. Yeah. He's just isn't he just the little uh, weird gremlin looking dude <laughs> that hangs out on Jabba? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. You said that name, I was like, who the fuck Did is you say that? the monkey? Is that what you said, Travis? The monkey? <laughs> oh. No. And then Travis, wait. Oh, my fourth pick, right? Yeah. Ooh, this is tough. No, it's not. Django Fett. Boom. Safest list out there. I just realized I've been putting my arm up half this time, and y'all can't even see it. Like, it just disappears just, like no, I'm a force goes away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I'm just sitting here. Oh, shit. I have two for my next pick that I don't know which one to go for. Um, fuck it. I already have a droid, so fuck it. Poe Dameron. Nice. All right. Y'all, y'all went very yeah. safe. But you're going to win. Uh, I chose people. I chose Malakili, who is Malakili the uh, Beastmaster. <laughs> his name is Malakili, yeah. and he is the Beastmaster. He's the one that cries when Luke yeah. kills the yeah. Rancor. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that added in later? Or was that added? That was, no, as that, was, that, was okay. that was in the originals, bro, because I had the VHS, and I was always like, who is this weird fucking... <laughs> like, he's just one of those yeah. characters that always yeah. stood out to me. Spencer chose, like, side-side yeah. characters. Is, is that not what we meant? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good uh y'all got any honorable mentions uh, yeah every yeah. non from solo and bo were my only two honorable mentions okay and then every other i had Star Wars. bb8 okay i had bb8 i had mayfeld yeah bo bilber i almost put mayfeld on my list uh i had c3po mm-hmm. and then i put uh job of the hut and jar jar because everyone loves jar 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 jar's the sith lord yeah jar jar so, the sith lord like... fuck um, Jar Jar my honorable bottom. mentions were Fennec Shan. I really mm-hmm. like her character. And then uh, Admiral Ackbar. Yeah, it's a trap. Um, dude, that was that was great. I don't think I won no, that round. I mean, <laughs> if we're going off popular yeah, opinion, say. but like, I think I think maybe with some OT, like it really depends on who clicks and like who participates. I think that like you're gonna have the diehards like, vote. The diehards. I'm yeah. gonna have some OT yeah. votes for sure. Um, but bo- I mean, <sighs> but then again, if you're an OT fan, how can you look at Han Solo, Boba Fett, Lando, and then I guess Django? Um, I mean, Han Solo and Lando basically kill any list. Then you got R2D2, Chewbacca, Mando, which is very big popular, and Poe, and Poe Dameron. Oh fuck, dude. That might be the one. I think people would say that Chewie, R2, Mando probably beats Han Solo, Boba Fett, Lando, and Django. I'd probably say. I think if you... You think Lando and Solo are beat out by Mando? Solo's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. So is Django, so... (laughs) Oh, I hate it when you do that shit. Dead. Um, yeah, they did. Um, I mean, Han Solo, Boba Fett, Lando Calrissian, and then Django Fett, and then you've got R two D two, Chewbacca. Fuck, man. I think I think the love for R two and Chewbacca, and now Mando, kind of outweigh the love that. Well, I don't know. Boba is super fucking popular. Boba and Han Solo. More so than Lando and Han Solo, I think. 
Why are we writing off Lobot and Salacious Because, Crime? like I said, <laughs> you have the diehards vote. You have the diehards vote. Travis and I are fighting for the uh, the casual fans vote here. Um, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna put these polls online. Yeah, well, I don't know. Write us in. <laughs> somebody, somebody, just email us. Somebody other than Travis, please email us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I should look that up. Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, I would be. Am I? I'd... I just think R2 is probably one of the most beloved characters yeah, in Star Wars. That's true. That's the problem. 100%. Everyone loves – everyone – you could ask – I could go up and ask, you know, Cecily, who's not a huge Star Wars fan, who R2 is, and she knows Chewbacca. Uh, she knows Han Solo. She wouldn't know who Lando is. Right. Uh, she wouldn't know who Boa Fett is. Who, who objectively has the better list here? Myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you actually do have a solid list. You have a pretty solid like all of we have all everybody who's a Star Wars fan knows who everybody we just talked about is. Like like on any level of Star yeah. Wars fandom for the most well, I don't know, Travis yeah. didn't know who anybody you said was, so <laughs> I didn't I mean I know who they are, I didn't know their names. Oh, okay. Like I didn't know that little rat terrier's name. Salacious Crumb, bro. Salacious B Crumb. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um I just think if you were to go out and take a poll on who had a, that's exactly what this is. Chewy, R2, I know, I'm just thinking. Mando, and Poe. I think it comes down to our, I think it, so I think it comes down to like Poe Dameron po or Django Fett. Poe Dameron or well, Django. Well, see, I think like that's Poe might cross out Lando. The newer age people all know who Poe is and love Poe. And then all the old people love Lando. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that I think I think Han, Boba, and Lando cancel out Chewie, R2, and Mando. And that is Django, Fett, and... Spencer, you have to choose. Django, Fett, or, uh, or uh, Poe Dameron? Who do you think was the more... The... They're so close, man. Um... We have to roll a die. I'm leaning towards Tyler, and I'll tell you why. Han Solo versus R2. I'm leaning Han Solo. Okay. Boba Fett versus Chewbacca. That's a really hard one. I'm actually leaning Chewbacca with that one. I'll choose Lando over Mando any day. I love Mando, but, like, it's Lando Calrissian. Hey. It's Lando Calrissian. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And. Um, <laughs> and then... Person like because this is like just personal. This is personal choice. I will choose Django over Poe Dameron because fuck the sequels. Just kidding. We don't we don't talk like that here. We we do, but then we backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Poe is like one of your we favorite do, characters in the sequels. Yeah, Poe is one of my favorite characters. Like I will say, Kylo Poe. Put your arms down. No, they're <laughs> missing. Who cares? Kylo <laughs> Poe and Ray and Finn. Before the Last Jedi, all have potential to be my favorite character, <laughs> but then they no longer have that potential once the sequels continue on. So, uh, but I mean, Poe on the fucking battlefield. When we're talking, I, I want to try to take Poe on X-wing all the time. A date? Oh, on a date? No, he's too old for me. Um, I have standards. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. That's a tough choice. We, if we have to roll a die, I'll roll Whatever. a die. Luckily, it's not up to us to Let's decide. Just, uh, there is no next category. We can leave this one. Just leave um, this up for the poll. Well, no. Do do I need to go over it again? So, Tyler, you chose Solo, Boba Fett, Lando, and Django. Travis, you chose R2-D2, Chewbacca, Mando, and Poe Dameron. I chose Lobot, K2SO, Salacious Crumb, and Malakili. <laughs> Malakaliki Waku. Tyler, you chose a bunch of fucking dead motherfuckers. That's what you did. <clears throat> Boba's not dead. Lando's not dead. Yet. And okay, technically, like, as long I as mean, Boba's alive, if you look Django's at this alive, in terms right? of like same person, if if everybody was alive, and like if this was down to like fighting, <laughs> Tyler, I think Solo, Boba Fett, Lando, and Django versus Travis or yeah. Cruz. <laughs> okay, hold on. First of all, <laughs> hold on. It's over. Han, Boba, Lando, and Django could take on all eight of your choices. Four on eight. Done. Plus all of our honorable mentions. Oh, I have one. I Like, yeah, and there's Kira and Bo-Katan on my honorable mentions. But, uh, I mean, Chewie, if in theory, if, if, he, if Chewie Tyler just wins. hung out behind a rock with that bowcaster, he'd fuck everybody up. And then once he ran out of ammo, he'd just walk up and then delim everybody. You know? No, not really. R2 would go around shocking everybody. If you got Boba Fett and Jango Fett, they could take down Chewie. Can Malakili bring a Rancor? No. The... <laughs> He's a yeah, Beastmaster. Yeah, Rancor is a specific character, and you didn't pick him, did you? Oh, my God. If you would have picked Rancor, maybe we'd have a different story. <laughs> but you picked his <laughs> fucking dad. Um... Isn't he dead, too? <laughs> I mean, shit, Boba Fett went into Jabba's palace and killed everybody with Fennec Shan, so oh, man. who knows? Well, the person we didn't see in that palace is the Beastmaster, Melikaliki Waku. <laughs> is the song? Yeah, I know. Something. I just learned the actual word the other day, and I think I'm still saying it wrong. So anyway, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like I lost that list. The entire thing is probably not mine to win. <clears throat> I just mean the entire 4x4 fantasy draft is not mine. I did not win. That'll be up to you guys, and we'll let the fans decide. But uh, we're coming up on this hard out, so we'll let the uh, all of our all of our formalities that we normally do, as far as uh, information, where to find us, all that good stuff. I'll throw that in the intro. We don't got to run through it. Um, but I think this has been a solid fucking episode. And I want to. I, I can't wait. I want to get all of us in the same room again because uh, it's be fun. And we got to teach Spencer some fucking X-wing. I would yes, pull sir. one of my ships out, but oh, Travis shit. has all of my stuff behind him in a Nike backpack, so I can't exactly. And the next, uh... <laughs> just looking at it, did it leave? They're right there. <laughs> oh, is it right behind you, dude? He's turning around, and he's oh shit! Some helmet is falling. He's rearranging his room. It's a big cow licking his head. I like that cow painting. It's a dope painting. Okay, you didn't have to like actually get everything out, dude. I just I picked the wrong one. Oh. oh god, he's opening shit. What are you pulling out? I don't know. Something that's not going to get us demonetized. Just kidding. We don't get monetized to begin with. Here's the Hold it still. Special forces. Hold it still. There we go. Yo. Yeah. The detail oh, on those yeah, little dude, things is crazy. crazy. Detail. Yeah. Oh, he grabbed his. He didn't even grab mine. He grabbed his. He has to show off his collection. Here's the defenders. 
Oh, they're they're stuck together. Yep. So sick. One's red, one's gray. The red one's yeah, dope. He always uses the red one. And then what else you got for show oh, yeah. and tell? <laughs> Here's my silencer. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's actually a pretty big ship. Um I think it's yeah. beastly. It's yeah. long. This is a big ship. Oh, the the, the decimator. That's a medium yeah. size ship. They have different sizes: a small, medium, large, and then epic. That looks like that looks like the ground tank in Attack yeah. of the Clones. Kind of does, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, this was a that solid cool. episode. We got to talk about Luke Skywalker making his return, and uh, we talked. We had ourselves a little psych edition four x four fantasy draft. So we hope that both audiences, if you uh, <laughs> hopefully by now. You realize that if you go over to the other podcast, it's going to be this episode again. So uh, I'll put that. In Listen the, to it again. <laughs> run it back. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, this will be out on Wednesday. Anything other than our, our informations that I'll, I'll put in the beginning of all this? Anything else we want to talk about, Plug, before we have to get out of here? Um, look out I'm for Outdoors-ish. Oh, yeah. Pod. Travis. That's going to be coming out. podcast about slightly standing outside. Cool. We're getting uh, closer and closer to recording. So. I, I I put together the intro finally. It's actually pretty okay. Sick. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, dope intro. Matt likes it, so um, yeah. I hopefully, pretty soon it'll be a uh... how in making that intro. I learned just how terrifying a uh, mountain lion scream is, and uh, I hope I never have to hear one in real <laughs> life because that is a thing of nightmares. Yeah. So I came within ten feet of a mountain lion. And you're alive. Well, yeah, so I uh, we have them called cougars out at my parents' house. They live in like eight acres of property of just forest out in like Shahala Mountain, Newburgh area. And we were out there, and it was me and my neighbor. I think my little brother was there, and we just saw the swish of a tail and then bushes, and the fucking thing luckily ran away from us, and it just. <laughs> Like it stayed low, like prowling, but you saw the shoulder blades. We had a fucking hell yeah, attack, dude. dude. I don't. I would have just because those things were taken out. They take out cats and dogs yeah. and horses thankfully they and all normally don't go shit. after people, but but when they do, dude, yeah, I would have. I would have just fallen yeah. over. I would have fallen over, closed my eyes, and opened them real I was hard and in, tried to wake up. I was in like seventh or eighth grade, bro, and oh, like bro. it, it was traumatizing. Yeah. Well, it's weird. I would be. I'd rather be ten feet. Within a cougar than a bear. I've been within oh for you know, sure twenty feet of a bear. That shit's scary. Fuck. And I oh, was yeah. by myself. Yeah. Well, you can find well, stories like that. There, on there was me and <laughs> there was me and all the the shit that was all over the ground. Yeah. So, jam, dude. Damn. <laughs> Shoot, man. Well, solid up, guys. I'm gonna hop off. Out yes, of here. sir. Well, um, thanks for listening. Let me go run some errands and get some oh, Taco fuck. Bell. So lucky. Ooh, I'm having elk steak. I got Chinese food nice. downstairs, so. Venison. All right, guys. Uh, good up. We'll talk to you all later. Oh, yeah? Peace.